Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hi, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself Greeno and I'm joined by a man who just spent an hour having to rifle through promoted tweets to fly on the stream for this show. My co-captain Dave, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, blockheads, millions around the world. Uh, Greeno, straight off the bat tonight, I'm going to open up the show with one of these. You dick! As you can Open tell, with a dick move. Yep, uh, big dick move, big swinging dick. No, actually, it's a crusty, it's a crusty, you know, disease-infested dick move tonight, Greeno. Uh, the, it's an itchy dick move, we'll call it. Very itchy oh. dick tonight. Um, f- you know, as you know, the, the, if you can't tell already, the title of the show tonight, Ashes, tonight is the mm-hmm. start of the first Ashes Test, the long-fabled yep. cricket series between Australia and England, and I've got it going on a separate screen at the moment, mm-hmm. but I've actually got it going on... Nine Gem Greeno, which is the free-to-air yeah. ad, you know, riddled. Uh, and yeah. Lions coming into bowl, actually, for after 11 overs, which is a bit concerning. But uh, Well, this is his second over. This is his second over, which is very troubling yeah. indeed. So, <laughs> <laughs> Lion, what are you doing in there already? Shouldn't you be in the outfield now at the moment? Uh, yeah, very interesting. So, yeah, uh, we're watching it on the free-to-air streaming service. So, yes, like I said, a dick move. You dick! to Foxtel and pay TV because, um, as you know, I've had Foxtel for quite some time growing up, mainly for mm-hmm. the sport package. And, you know, you get... It's all about sport package. It's all about the sports package. And, I mean, there's like 10 sports channels. You can basically get any sport you want, pretty much most of them. All the live Formula One coverage, all the motorsport, love it. And there is a dedicated cricket channel on Foxtel, right, which is supposedly, hey, if you sign up, you get Foxtel, you're going to, guess what, mate? You're going to get cricket coming out of your arsehole. You're going to have so much cricket. We've got cricket shows. We've got cricket series. We've got the women's cricket, which nobody really watches, but, hey, it's on there anyway. And we've got all this fucking cricket. It's amazing. So I, you know, in my ignorance during the week, I'm like, well, I don't have to. I don't have to worry. I'm going to be able to watch the Ashes because I've got Foxtel and I've got the fucking cricket channel. About 8 o'clock tonight, I go into my Foxtel streaming app and they're playing replays of the 2017 Ashes series screen. dick! And I think, Nothing's going to get you pumped up. Some you can't watch on Foxtel, like then, showing something that happened six years ago. Yeah, and I'm thinking, hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on. What's all this then? Where is mm-hmm. my live cricket coverage? Um, yeah. And I you know, did some searching on the internet and I couldn't see anywhere where it was obviously stated that it's not on Foxtel. And I'm like, all right, what's going on? I go to good old Twitter and I find the Foxtel help channel, Greeno, is <coughs> is the most active tweeter at the moment in regards to the ashes. you know why? Because they're replying to every single person saying, where the fuck is the cricket coverage? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, currently trending on my one, KO. KO. <laughs> Which is the sports package of Foxtel. Yes, <laughs> the streaming version of the sports package of Foxtel. And everyone's yeah. like, well, hang on a minute. Where is the cricket coverage? What's going on? The Foxtel help, the poor Foxtel help, whoever, whatever fucking intern. I bet You know what it was? Some intern was hired like a week ago and they said, I, we're going to give you this great opportunity, right? You're yeah. going to run the social media account for Foxtel help. And they said, great, this will be a great opportunity. And they thought, fuck, we've stitched this guy up here mm-hmm. because you're going to now spend the next week putting out fucking fires on the internet because everyone yeah. is going to be up your ass saying, where the fuck is the cricket coverage? What the fuck is going on? So the Foxtel help, 
you know, Twitter account is now replying to everyone going, we don't have the rights to the 2023 Ashes. Nice, Gary! So, uh, so know, let me get this right. The, the Foxtel people got outbid yeah. by a channel that also got outbid by a different channel that owns every other right other than the Ashes coverage. Correct. <laughs> That's yeah. correct. Well done. Yeah, well done. Nice, Gary. Nice, nice Gary. Gary. So now, uh, to even to add further insult to injury, please. The the channel that did purchase the rights, Channel Nine, hmm. like this is this is a big glossy shining diamond in their their packaging. Like, hey, we, we've we've got the ashes exclusively. Yeah. You know what we're gonna do? Yep. We're gonna whack it on one of the other channels. <laughs> Richie Benno so, would be spinning yeah. in his fucking grave, Greeno. You got, you got the option here, Dave, mate. You can watch an origin origin riddled game of footy on the regular channel. Yes. Or you can duck on over to uh, one of the other channels, Gem, I believe it is, yeah. uh, and watch it over there in non-HD as well. So well done. Yeah. Well done to all involved. And I want to give a wag of the finger, Greeno. This, you know what? This is our fault. And because you know what, you know what else I've come to realise this day. Do you know how hard it is to find a fucking illegal stream these days, Greeno? <laughs> yeah, like, it's a lot harder than it used to be, man. It's a lot fucking harder than it used to be. And we should have been on this, okay? We should have been aware of this. We here in the internet community, when these fucking television networks started doing shit like, hey, guess what? We're releasing a streaming app. You'll be able to stream all of your favorite shows. We should have said, no, 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 no. We don't want you on the fucking internet, okay? You yeah. stick with your television shit. I fucking hate free-to-air TV, Greeno, with a passion. I have for years, at least a decade, right? You know this. Well, We've sh- talked about shocked. this. Yeah, I was shocked a little bit earlier because I did a similar thing. Found out it wasn't on, on Foxtel okay, in my instance. Put it on. And watch the first over, yeah. and it, it it felt uh, like foreign yeah. when an ad showed up. And well, well, yeah. what's this? Yeah. Like Ricky Ponting was talking, trying to explain something that was happening in the field, yep. and it cut to a fucking Harvey Norman ad. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's? And then it came back. Ricky had finished his point. I'm like, well, I want to hear what Ricky had to say. No, you Hence don't get to find out. No, 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 you don't get to hear what Ricky yeah. has to say. So now we should have, at the internet community, we should have rallied the fucking troops. We should have circled the wagons and said, no, 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 television networks, you're not fucking invited to this because now look at it. Five years later, ten years later, every you now need to have fucking 50 different apps to watch anything, right? Mm. You've got to have the 9 app or the 10 app or the 7 app or the ABC. Hey, we're streaming everything. It's fucking great. And now it's almost impossible to find a good, decent, illegal stream now on the internet. Yeah. It's fucked. So, yeah, I guess we're stuck with the ashes with this terrible fucking nine gem coverage, whatever the fuck it is, with ad breaks on the internet. I'm watching ads on the internet, Greeno. On the internet, that's the worst part, yeah. What well, the that's, fuck? That has, become, that has become a bit of a cesspool with the internet, the the advertising interruptions, because mm. there's a like a baseball program I've been watching on YouTube for about a year and a half now. And it was great. Like they used to have like one ad inside the episode that like money went to them. Like it was like a, a promo read. It went for like 20 seconds out of a 30 minute program. Yep. All good. Hey I can guys, deal with sub- that. Subscribe to our fucking thing or whatever. Yeah, Help some us fucking out. manscape bullshit, whatever. Like it's, it's, it is what it is. But now, so in a 30 minute YouTube uh, clip, I've got six ad interruptions of it <laughs> plus four 
live read ads in that 30 minutes. Yeah. To the point where I'm, I feel like I'm, like I'm fast forward and skipping through more of the program than actually watching the program. Right. So I'm just not going to watch the program anymore. It's the uh, it's the information rule. Like if it's just if it's too much effort, I'm just not going to do it. It's funny though, um, isn't it? Like a show. Here's how it goes. Show starts out, show gets popular, show sells mm-hmm. ads, ads become show, show gets less yeah. popular. That's that's less the popular. circle of well, life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Very annoying. Very fucking annoying. Um, the other th- I will I will give one kind of tip of the hat though mm. to to Channel 9. Mm. Because I don't know if you saw who they had in the uh in the studio for, for Channel 9? No. You got the Finch Nugget Finch and you've nugget. got Socky. Oh, really? Okay. Well. So, so they're doing the back announcers uh, in between. They'll be doing the, the kind of like end of session uh, recaps, etc. Yeah. So that's all right. We've also got Ricky and a British dude over there doing the commentary. It was, so that's Mike, a plus. It was Mike Atherton, I think, at the start. Might have been Mike Atherton. And then I don't know who's on now because it's on mute. Uh, well, I don't but, want Mike Atherton. I want Issa Gua and Kerry O'Keefe, Greeno. That's who I yeah, want. Yeah, but then we have to deal with Mark War. I can handle Mark War if I, I get, no, I if can, I get I, Skull. I can, and fucking what's his name? The other bloke that uh, isn't a cricket commentator thinks he's doing the footy. Uh, Mark oh, Howard. Mark Howard. Oh, sensational. Drive. The new Millennium's version of Daryl Eastlake. Well, Mark I was going to say the poor man's James Brayshaw because they're <laughs> equally as irritating. No, I'll, I'll um, happily trade them in for Isagua and uh, Kerry O'Keefe, Greener, and Mike Hussey as well. You've got... Yeah, Huss was good. Yeah. Gilly was all right. Gilly's all uh, right. But I don't know. Uh, Ricky Potting still the pinnacle of Australian career commentary uh, at, at present. So No, he's no Ker- Kerry uh, O'Keefe's the king for me. I love Kerry. I love me some Kerry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ricky's Ricky's up there. And I actually can't listen to him because he's on normally on free to air. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm I'm seeing an ad for the MG twenty four thousand six ninety drive away. Fuck yep. off. Fuck oh, off. Uh, I've already seen the Aporto ad forty one times today. Oh God. Yeah. I love Aporto. Yeah. Love me some Aporto. Love me. But some it's Aporto. making me not want to get some Aporto. And now I'm being depressed because someone's pouring milk stomach into a cafeteria because they've got stomach cancer. This is depressing. I don't want this on my cricket. Yeah. I want to hear what Ricky Potting got to say about mid off. Yeah. That's what I want. There we go. There's Socky and the Finch Nugget. Yeah. Um, anyway, what do you think of our chances? They, um, they've come out swinging, the, uh, the Poms, haven't they? Yeah, they're playing basketball. That's fine. Uh, this thing's a road, man. This is going to be a draw. Mm. Uh, they're going to put 550 up. We're going to put 550 up. And someone might do a crazy declaration on day four. Yeah. And it's going to end in a, a very boring draw. I saw a crazy, uh, saw a crazy stat about that Ben Duckett who's playing in on his twelfth Test match or something. Uh, is that the dude that looks like he's got a midget head? Yes. Well, he is very small. Yeah. Like he's he's, he's about, very small, he's but ten he's got midget size. features. Yeah, he's tiny. Yeah, like a big head though, like a pumpkin head with a yeah, small that's what face. I mean. Like the head is disproportionate yeah. to the body, yeah. a la midgets. Yeah, um, kind of got like a Charlie Kirk face, where the face is much smaller than the frame of the face. Yeah, if that makes sense. So apparently he's faced like two thousand and something deliveries in cricket. Michael Vaughan was saying he's left. He's left eight deliveries. There you go. That's got to be some kind of fucking record, doesn't it? So he that, literally that's right up there. Yeah, he literally plays practically almost every single delivery. He takes a swing at it, and I don't that's think... what Finch was saying after the first <laughs> when the wicket fell. Finch yeah. was like, "Oh, this Should guy just yeah. he, he wants bat on ball constantly." Yeah, and they, they all say that, that though. That much? They all say that though about the good batsmen that they want to feel the bat on the ball, but they don't. No, they I want a good they don't hit ninety nine point six point seven you know percent of all deliveries faced like he does. That's insane. Yeah. 
I, I can't believe that he can get away with that. <laughs> you know, like well, how can he not yeah, leave it's any surprising. And does all right. I think he averages fifty odd. So yeah. he's doing okay. Yeah. Uh, there we go. We've got uh, Tubby Taylor and Kevin Peterson in the, the combox. So yeah. Kevin's going to be a bit of a, a bit of a punish, but Tubby's good. It's good to have Tubby back. Yeah, it's been a while for Tubbs, hasn't it? Well, because he's been contracted nine, they haven't the had cricket time. forever. Yeah, does yeah. he still get a paycheck when they don't have any cricket on? <laughs> like, well, they do because they bring him on in the, like those wide world sports programs that no one watches anymore. Uh, uh, and like cricket. does a little yeah. chit chatty bit about oh, this is what's happening in the cricket world. So yeah. he's on the payroll, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like yeah, turn the lights out when you're done there, Tubby. Yeah. He's still around. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. There's my fucking first round of the day anyway. The Ashes is already ruined before it fucking started for me. Before it's already started. There we go. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what's not going to uh, be a ratings disaster today, man. It's going to mm. be the Ashes because that's going to that's gonna always going to rate its tits off. But yeah. stumbled across this last week. Mm. Uh, and uh, we were off last week because uh, you had the uh, you had the, the daycare plague. Yeah. And I was like, we've got to keep it in death. the rundown. Yeah. Because we've we've been doing uh, the Bears tweet of the week. We're trying to get E. Maurice, so we're trying to get him up to a thousand followers, and we we knocked that off pretty quickly. He's he's got more than us now. Yeah, we've got huge uh, pull. Yeah. yeah, but then I saw this. I'm hang on. Like the Bears fucking starting to steal our shtick. Yeah. Uh, it turns out the Bear loves his fans. Love the Thursday night footy segment. Because yeah. he pumped out a bit of this the segment we've Nine's been Thursday doing. Night. The segment we've been doing for the better part of a decade, Greeno. Which a decade is where mocking... we talk about Thursday night footy ratings how and the crazy malakas. Yeah. Yeah. How the sports, <laughs> how the sports governing body of rugby league keeps tell, trying to tell everyone, keeps gaslighting everyone into saying fans love their Thursday night football. Yet when you check the ratings, they rate lower than the fucking antique trains show on SBS. You know, <laughs> what was that? Tra- what was that show called, Greta? The train? Uh, Great British Railways. Great British Railways <laughs> no, <laughs> on the ABC. <laughs> <laughs> From a decade ago. That's a good pull, man. I'm impressed that I can remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't expect to you to beat Gogglebox. We don't expect you to beat the crazy Malakas, but you should at least no. be competing, you know. Competing against, yeah, antique British railways. Yeah. Uh, but the Bears got in on it, and this is his tweet. Nine's Thursday night NRL coverage didn't make it in the top 20 in Metro audience. Yeah. Fox only had 188,000. Gold Coast Titans and uh, West Tigers obviously don't have much appeal. Now, the Gold Coast Crazy Malakas, as we, were, we tried to rename them a decade ago. Yeah, see, we would have won here. We would have we would have got we, the fucking ratings up if we had have rebranded have the in. Gold Coast Crazy Malakas. Top 20. Like, oh, like, see, see the Bears. Siphon off some of that Gogglebox audience. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um... So the Bears stealing our shtick. Um, I'm looking forward to the Bears gardening segment next week. Well, Um, where's the Bears fucking gratitude, honestly? Because here we are. We helped boost his account. We boosted his visibility online, Greener. We said everyone needs to follow the Bear. Get in, you know, get in with the Bear. It's a great follow. Follow Ian Maurice. He's a fucking legend of sports broadcasting, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. The first thing he does is turn around and steal our fucking stuff. That's the thanks we get. Fuck the bear. If we see the bear (laughs) tweeting about Unity Day next week, fucking, we're we're engaging lawyers, I'll tell you that much. Because not only will he be stealing our stuff, he'll literally be the first person who's ever tweeted about Unity Day. And that'll be correct. Correct. Outside of me, you, B, and Troy. That's that's pretty much it. Um, So there's the bear's tweet of the week and slash uh, the bear loves his fans, love their Thursday night footy. We've got uh, Sinister Charlie in the chat, Greeno, who says you came to say hello, so hello. Well, hello to you too, sir. Nice, Nice, Gary. And Daryl also joining us in D-Live. Good to see you again, Dazza. So 
We go. We on, we on D Live, are we? I forget what we're on anymore. I, I think we just put it out there and just assume no one's listening. So. I think we're on YouTube, D Live, and Twitter on the Twitter. There we, there on, we go. On the fascist uh, white supremacist platform, otherwise known as Twitter, Greeno. Well, the thing that's a promotional fucking wet dream at the moment. Twitter's ruined at the moment. It's been broken for two days. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, promo that, tweets. Every every third tweet is now a promo tweet. It normally yeah. lasts for like an hour. And you just don't go on Twitter for an hour, and then it fixes itself. Yeah. It's been going for two days nonstop. Like I just because really? I just block them every time they pop up. Uh, but but my blocking block finger has gotten sore. Yeah, that's the problem with blocking. There's there's way more content out there to block than you can physic physically block. So you'll never actually win. You'll never block them all. So why? It's the principle. You can't of try. It. You know. I feel like, yeah, I've got to give an honest chance of just blocking every single person. I'm intrigued. If anyone's is, is people, people are obviously forking out money for these promoted tweets, right? Um, I guess not always, though, I don't think. Aren't sometimes. I, I do you reckon Elon's going, I like this. Let's promote that one. I don't that one's, know. Ray, that one's good. Does, is Elon a fan of Raid Shadow Legends, is he? He's a, <laughs> yes. a big fan of the gaming genre. It's a big fan. Fuck. Big fan of uh, what do we got here? Let me let me scroll. I'll give you four seconds. Those I'll find crappy, I'll find a promoted those tweet. Crappy little mobile games. Greener. He's a big fan of uh, IGN, Immortals of Avian. Uh, <laughs> give you three distinct types of <laughs> no, magic to fight back against the oppressive Raherian regime. The Raherian previous huh? magical yeah. abilities you can get in the game. You got to look out for those Raherians, Greener. All right, and they're also big fans of the Herald Weekly magazine. These I'm are sure. movies that are great movies. See the experts list. Every third tweet is a fucking promoter tweet. Oh, here we go. Linen fabric keeps you relaxed, skin friendly and breathable. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. Uh, scroll down to the free. Oh, here we go. HP ABC. Mm. Have you participated in the 30th anniversary contest already? Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck this is. I'm a little sad. I think I preferred Twitter when it was a cesspit of just idiotic opinions and, uh, you know, philosophically illiterate, sycophantic kind of partisans throwing, you know, rabid insults at each other. I think I enjoyed that more, Greeno. I now actually go promoted. searching out for it now. I go looking for the, the shit fight. Looking for the good Twitter stuff. The yeah. old school. Yeah. Uh, Pepperstone demo, trade on the movement of major stock markets. Indices around the, around the world. Zero percent commission, low spreads. Zero percent commission, hey? Yeah, I'm, sh that's I'm enough. sure. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, and that's enough of that shit. Uh, demo, I forgot to mention, we need to go uh, back, like, Maybe about four minutes when we're talking ashes. I want to give a fucking nice Gary. So let's hit the nice Gary button. Nice Gary. And then I need you to hit the creek button for me, please. Creek button. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to wait for all eyes to be to the creek. Uh, Mitchell Marsh, who's somehow been selected for this Ashes series, even though he's played no domestic I, cricket in the I legitimate, form. I legitimately thought he'd retired from Test cricket. Am I wrong? Well, he pretty much has, because he hasn't so played a Sheffield Shield game in three years, but we've picked him. All right, good on him. But today, if anything. Yeah, pretty much. We, did, we gave him the Mitchell Johnson Award a while ago yeah. when we, he was announced in the squad. Yeah. But you know how, because there was question marks of who the third bowler would be, mm. um, because they said, look, it's going to be Boland, it's going to be Cummins, it's going to be Lyon. It's between Stark and Hazelwood for the final spot. And so sorry, were, can I just interrupt you? I cannot believe that they left Stark out. I'm sorry. Uh, I think they were trying to find, like, go economical to counter Bazball. But, but 
you can't count it. You shouldn't be going in trying to counter a tactic that hasn't been proven yet. We've just won the fucking the world test, test championship. championship. I'm with you. We're the number one test team in the world. Why are we reacting to what these fucking plebs are I, doing? They I should don't. be reacting to us, right? Which is fine because this thing's a road anyway. So Starkey's just going to get bludgeoned. It, it'll be okay. It'll be all right. Um, but so eagle eyes, you know what reporters are like, journos. They're like, well, what we'll do, we're just going to watch people marking their run-ups. Mm. And fucking that, that'll give us the answer. Oh, we'll be look the at first this. To look at this. Breaking the, news. Look, are you watching it? There was a sneak yeah. there and it, and it got missed. Oh, there we go. No, I'm not watching it. No one appealed um, for it. It was a clear, clear sneak, but it was on the uh, sneak. Oh, it was there and nobody went up for it. Oh, so. here we go. Here's the replay. What's that? Is this Scotty Boland? Yeah, it sounds it didn't even look like it touched anything. No, but it clearly, clearly there was a noise there. Oh. He's laughing. He, know, he knows he, he knows he fucking hit it too. Oh, wow. Oh, unlucky. Uh, yeah, those chances, they don't come up often. Yeah, shit. Normally, Marnus would appeal for that. Marnus appeals for everything. What's going on with Marn? Yeah, I don't know. We're not we're on our game here. They've, they've, they've started well, the Poms, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. how much? Oh, that's not much of an edge. That's a, it's, a, it's a fine it's a edge, but it's, an, it's an edge nonetheless. It's an edge, but it's, yeah, I can see why they did Should've appeal walked, for Should have walked, fuck it. him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that'll be tomorrow's Roger. article, I'll tell you that much. Um, so anyway, the Eagle Eye Journos, they want to be the first to break the news. Fucking like his person's the, the, the man's going to play because he's marking out his runner. Yeah. So after Boland and after Cummins had marked out his runner, Mitchell Marsh went out and marked out a runner for himself. Oh, no. <laughs> so you've got all the cricket journos fucking oh. tweeting incessantly, go, breaking news, Mitchell Marsh, a chance to play first test as the third bowler. Never a chance. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and he just did it to fuck with the journos. 25 minutes later, oh, uh, Hazelwood came out. So nice Gary to the creek for messing with the journos Fair there. enough. Yeah. Um, good, good value. Okay. But yeah, he had the Twitter world ablaze thinking that he was going to come in and, uh, and join the squad. Yeah, the so, Twitter world ablaze in between the fucking promoted tweets. The promoted tweets. That's what it was. It was promoted tweets and it was Mitch Marsh news. Yeah. He's marking out a run. Fantastic. Ah. <laughs> uh, what do we got next, Damo? Oh, I want to talk. Quick story time, if I can. Please. I like stories about pinatas. Hello to Jenny B in the chat. Uh, Jenny B, you haven't seen Jenny B for a while, Greeno. Blasty from the past here. Good to see you again, Jenny. That's Hello, right. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was the... the cherry popper. <laughs> it was, and also uh, Mississippi State, wasn't it? Uh, no, that's that was Lynn. I don't believe my apologies. No, Jenny B's a gator. She's from Florida. So she's, she's a, Florida. Okay, she's my bad. Gator girl. Yeah, that's right. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm mixing up my my uh, former former listeners there. Yeah, my no, apologies. Former number one in the power rankings is also uh, Kimmy. She's also Mississippi State. So she's also yep. a bulldog, as is Lynn. But mm -hmm. yeah, Jenny B's definitely a gator, Greeno. And yeah, I don't think, there we go. I think you can be shot legally in Florida if you make that mistake, apparently. Really? So there we go. I've been told, yes. Now, you know, Second cool. Amendment, whatever. Um, I was going, oh, sorry, no, I talked about the show before, uh, difficulty of giving people my money. Mm -hmm. um, shouldn't be that hard. Um, made the sake of, of, I had to go into the store yesterday. This yeah. isn't the story time, but it just remind me of something from yesterday. Yeah. And Sorry, uh, Green, I just want to point out, we've also got Kitty B in the chat. So we've got Jenny B oh, and Kitty B. Kitty B. Now, Kitty B is not either a bulldog nor a gator. She is Canadian, but she uh, is Jamaican greener in heritage. So a big cricket fan is Kitty B. So nice. oh, there we go. So she's seen the Ashes Ashes as the title. Yeah. Assume we're talking cricket. Yeah. Hopefully you caught the first 20 minutes because yeah. we, we went a bit overboard talking and, and kind of poisoned 
Yeah. Boys and our listenership. The irony, the irony is, I bet Kitty B is able to watch the Ashes uninterrupted on a stream. Uninterrupted, <laughs> but we're, stream. we're not. We have to yeah. watch it with fucking ad breaks because we're ad one breaks, of the countries exactly. participating in the fucking event. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're all. Yeah. Uh, uh, Difficulties in HBO, mate. So, uh, had to go. I had my coffee machine uh, have an issue uh, last or a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and it was one of those ones where I've been buying uh, on appliance online. Which is a good website, get things cheaper and really good service. But I didn't. I've never had to do a refund because everything normally works. Are they the one with the really catchy jingle? Is that them? Appliances? No, on no, 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 no. No, I don't. I've never seen an ad for them. Someone just told me about them, and then I've gone through them for a whole bunch of stuff since, like mm. fridges and washers and all that kind of shit, and been amazing service and really, really cheap. Yeah. So never had to return anything. But I was like, oh, what if this thing's in warranty because it was leaking? So I was like, I quickly messaged him. Messaged him and said, hey, this is leaking. And they're like, can you send us a video? Because you've got like five days left in your warranty. And I'm like, well, they're going to dick me around here. Oh, yeah. They're going to wait till my warranty's over. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, oh, sorry, it's out of warranty now. But fucking tip of the hat, nice Gary. Yeah. They got back to me like a week later and said, yeah, no dramas. Uh, you can either get a replacement or you can get a refund. So I was like, oh, okay, well. Give me a new one. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't want a new one because as I was reading the manual, it was mentioning that, oh, you know, if this seal breaks, this thing will leak. And I'm like, it's such an issue with this product that you've put it in the instruction manual. Yeah. I don't want the fucking same product again. I'm going to get a different one. Um, So anyway, I said, oh, just give me a refund. And they're like, excellent. Uh, You're going to have to return the appliance. I'm like, oh, fuck me. Like, online stores, where am I going to return this thing to? They're like, no, no, no. We'll send a truck to come pick it up. When are you available, sir? Oh, tomorrow works. They came and picked it up this morning. So fucking nice Gary to them. Nice Gary. Nice Gary. But then at that point, I was like, well, I need to get a... This this is where the story uh, turns, ladies and gentlemen. The story turns. Because I then like, okay, I need to upgrade (laughs) to a, a different machine. And they didn't have the machine I wanted online. So I was like, ah, fuck it, it's fine. I saw it at a different store uh, a couple of weeks back when I had to buy a heater. And I'm like, it was on special. I'm like, I'll just go and get it from there. So I get in there. First and foremost, uh, there was two options for a coffee machine. I just didn't know what the difference was. First time in history, I've never been inundated with morons coming out to me going, can I help you, sir? 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 It's only when you want assistance in a store that I you'll never assistance. get it. That's, that's, that's lo- the only time no one around. will bother you. Yeah. Exactly. I'm looking around like an idiot yeah. going, okay, well, I need some assistance here to work out which of these coffee machines better and what's the variance. Now, can I ask you, are you the kind of person, because I'm the kind of person where I'll go look for someone, and I'm polite about it, but I'll go look for someone working and I'll go, hi, how you going? Can you help me for a sec? Yeah. But some people don't do that. Some people will, and I, I don't understand the mentality of this person, some people will stand there, like standing there looking like an idiot because mm-hmm. they feel like it's the responsibility of the worker to come and find them and ask them if they need a hand or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's stupid. You're yeah. wasting time there. You're wasting I've got other shit to do. Because, look, yeah. I've worked in retail. Greeno's work in retail. Trust me, if you're not going up and asking the retail worker for assistance, they're doing everything they fucking can to pretend like you're not there because they don't yeah, really want to help the you. Other way. Yeah, we do not want to interact if we, we don't, don't have to. We don't want to help you, right? We, we just... Yeah. We're We've just, got our own work to do. We're not interested really in what you want. And actually, if you come up and ask us, we have to, we're, we're kind of forced to help you because yeah, it's in our contract. Obliged. Yeah, mm. but we, we really don't want to be even doing it then. And we'll probably be pissed off that we are helping you, even though we put a smile we, on Yeah, we're going to probably walk away if we can Fucking in advance. Prick. Yeah. 
I can see you making eye contact. Better start moving quick. That's um, when you. That's when you throw your coworker under the bus and say, "Hey, mate, can you just uh, go in and check that thing out in aisle five and see if you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Send them on over, and then yeah. they can deal with the query. I that's like. That's right. It. There's the old lady, the angry old lady. I've been standing here for fifteen minutes. It's like, well, you realise we don't have. You realise yeah. we don't have constant surveillance on every customer here, right? You know, we don't. Mm. We didn't know you were here for fifteen minutes. Yeah. I've been here for where's the bloody service these days? And you go, yeah. <sighs> go to the counter. You'll be fine. So I went to the counter anyway. And I'm like, hey, mate, uh, you know anything about coffee machines? He's like, a little bit. And I'm like, excellent. Okay. Pod, like, pod goes in here. Milk comes out of there. What else is no, there? There's no pod, man. Like, this is a fucking proper coffee machine. Oh, like, barista going shit. full barista. See, I don't know. I, you know. Well, that's, that's the machine I had. I'm I replacing fit. a barista one anyway with a new barista yeah. one, but a better one. Yeah, okay. So I was like, you know, he's like, yeah, I know a little bit, but Michael out the back, he knows a ton. I'm like, well, let's fucking get Michael. Let's go get Michael right, out mate. here then. Let's get Michael. Chop, chop. What's he, what's so, he doing out there? <laughs> what's he doing in the back? Let's fucking go. I've been standing in the coffee off 25 minutes. I've been standing. Um, where's the bloody service these days? Hey? So get, I'm like, yeah, man, get Michael down. So he, he calls Michael on the phone. He's like, yeah, Michael, uh, i got a guy in coffee. Uh, he got a few queries. So waiting, waiting, waiting. No, Michael. Then he over the loudspeaker. Michael, uh, assistance in the, the coffee off. And then he was out. He was out ironically, he was out having a hot chocolate. Having a coffee. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of minutes later, uh, Michael, uh, the customer's still waiting in the, the coffee aisle. Michael, get your, get your coffee drinking ass out here, Michael. Get your fucking ass down here, Michael. Yeah. Unless you're on the shitter, there's no excuse to not be in the coffee aisle. Well, he would be on the shitter pretty often, wouldn't With he? Because all, all the coffee he's yeah. drinking. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, to the point where my, like, my four year old kid was like, yeah, fucking come on, Michael. Like, yeah. <laughs> where's Michael? I'm like, spot on. Spot on, son. You, you <laughs> like, tell him, son. Yeah, where the fuck is Michael? Eventually, Michael shows up. Yeah. And I'm like, mate, uh, need to know, I just need to know. I hear you know coffee machines. I'm, I'm picking between this one and this one. I need to know what's the difference between these two machines because I can't about. tell. Yeah, what do you got? So he's like, yeah, mate, uh, this is the guy that knows a lot about coffee machines. Right. And he's like, yeah, mate, uh, give me a minute. And what did he do? He just got the barcode, scanned him, hmm. and then basically Googled it. And I'm like, well, I could have fucking done that. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he goes, oh, this one's got 16 point pressure, this one's got 9 point pressure. I'm like, that's great. What does that mean? He goes, well, the other one's got more pressure. I'm like, that's good though. But what the fuck does that mean? Hmm. And he's like, oh, like it, it means there's more pressure for the cop. I'm like, excellent. That sounds good. Uh, so in the end, I just went the fucking cheaper one. So I'm like, all right, let's go this. Well, that's, so then, that's a big fucking surprise to fans of the show, isn't it? <laughs> you yeah, ended up going right. the cheaper option. Mate. I went the cheaper option because wow, there was not much difference between the two. Yeah. Uh, oh, what are we? Oh, no, that's, that's going pretty up close. For, they're going up for it. That's pretty close, Goat. It's pretty, um, high, it's pretty high. I it's think. high, but this thing's got no bounce, man. This is this thing's a road. That's all right. Oh, okay. No, no Nick. No Nick. Yeah. It's in line. Yeah, well, let's and check. Pope, Pope's actually quite a small fella, isn't he? So... It, it, oh, it's high on, on the knee like, roll. No. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. That's too nice, far. Nice, Gary. Not out. It's go. fucking plum. Look at it. How <laughs> do you give that not out? I think he thought it landed outside. Yeah, That's well, going to be my guess. Who the fuck's this? That's my we're going to have to keep an eye on him, obviously. Yeah, he's, he's a bit suspect. That's why we're going to challenge So... At that point, I'm like, okay, I've made the decision. Thanks for your assistance, Michael. And I was like, well, here you go. I just got to draw you up your receipt. I'll put the order through. And he's like, uh, so oh, while I'm doing this, uh, I'll just get you to scan this bar, uh, this uh, QR code. Mm. 
for, for our promos. I'm like, no, 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 I don't need that. He's like, oh, oh but uh, uh, you guys been, uh, give you like notifications about when things are on sale. No, that's exactly like, why mate, I don't fucking want it, mate. I said, I said mate, I, I don't need that. Like I've bought two items in the last seven years. If something breaks, I'll come buy it then. I don't need to know when something's cheap because I'm not going to come buy it anyway. Yeah. That's all good. Yeah. And he's like, all right. And he's typing away and he goes, oh, uh, while I got you here, I might just get uh, Steve to come over and have a chat with you because we've got this mobile plan that's uh, it's like we're Whoa. trying to sell it at the moment. Hang on, and hang, I'm on like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Slow down, Greener. Slow down, Greener. What is this fucking place? What what what's the what is this place you went to that because it sounds like one of like the retail equivalent of one of those doctors' places where it's like we've got an in-house dentist, we've got an in-house, in-house fucking physiotherapist. Yeah. yeah. So you go to the dentist first, and they go, "Well, actually, you know, I'm going to treat you here, but I've noticed that you've got a little bit of a crook neck, so I'm going to get you a book you an appointment with our in-house, uh, you know." Uh, what do you call it? The chiropractor. He's next door. So we'll sign you up for him. And then you go to the chiropractor yeah. and he goes, you know, we're going to sign you up with the proctologist because I'm not sure yeah. I can fix this, but Something's you're still going to pay there, me the $150. We'll send you to the physio section. That's exactly. Right. exactly. So what the fuck was this? A mobile plan? Why would I buy a mobile plan from the guy I bought a coffee machine for? 100%. Same reason I wouldn't buy a coffee from fucking Vodafone. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> Look, I'm not going but, to for a coffee machine either. In any event, I'm, I'm still sitting there waiting anyway for, for this thing to be processed. So I was like, "Look, I, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna put this guy back in his place." And I'm like, yeah. "Mate, you can't beat the price I've got." He's like, "Oh, look, uh, like, what's the price?" And I'm like, "35 bucks." Yeah, I made up a price. Yeah, and he goes, "How much data?" I'm like, "Unlimited." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, uh, Steve, this guy's got uh, 35 dollars unlimited. Can we beat that?" And Steve's like, "No." And I'm like, "I tell you what, you <laughs> no, no, you fucking yeah. made it up, no mate. we fucking can't, mate." <laughs> He's like, oh, is your, is your coverage all right? I'm like, yeah, my coverage is great. Yeah. And he's do you like, want me, do you want me? To, do you want to borrow my phone now? Do you want to call someone? Yeah. Or, even, even Steve was like, yeah, mate, I'd stick with that provider. I'm like, oh, well, thanks, Steve. <laughs> I came in for a fucking coffee machine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's wild. So that is that is fucking value adding, isn't it? So now they're trying to lump mobile. Why would it, why would you buy a mobile plan from a fucking retail store? I have no idea. Because all they because all they're doing is like so they're they're purchasing like uh, plans in bulk from one of the other suppliers. So it would be a oh, Telstra or Optus 100%. plan anyway. It's the exact same plan somewhere else. And they're just rebranding it with a cheapo label on and, and cutting yeah. back on costs. Yeah. yeah, and the downside with those is, so if you're out there listening, you think you're getting a really good deal. You're not because the downside with that is they'll always prioritize the first customers. So <laughs> if you're getting like a Telstra or an Optus rebranded plan sold through some fucking retail store, if something goes wrong with the service, guess what? You're at the back of the line when it comes to getting fixed because you're like an on-sold. Yeah, you're an <laughs> on-sold package. So they don't give a yeah. fuck about you. Their customer is actually the place that you brought your plan from. Yep. You're not their customer. The, you know, you're the retail retailer's customer, but the retailer is the customer of the provider. You're better off just mm-hmm. going straight to the fucking provider, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah cut a middleman, pay the extra five bucks. It's worth it. Yeah, totally. That's fucking wild ah. that they're trying to upsell you on mobile phone plans when you buy a coffee machine. Nice game. Nice so they're trying to give me scans of shit and then, yeah, I play that and I'm like, well, I won't be coming back here even though I've got a couple hundred dollars off a coffee machine. Yeah. So, And thankfully, I only buy appliances literally when shit breaks. So yeah. it's, it's all good there. Well, when else would you buy them, you know? I oh, just went well, out, you know, went out, bought like a new washing upgrade. machine this week. What, what for? Oh, I like them. Yeah. I've got half a dozen washing machines. You know, <laughs> Big fan. I'm a collector. <laughs> <laughs> washing machines. Like, yeah. what if I got two lights? I need two washing machines to be safe. Yeah. That extra light. Yes. Uh, 
that wasn't even the story I was going to tell. To be fair, I was talking about when I went to a fish shop uh, over the uh, a couple of weekends ago. Now. Fishmonger, Greeno. Fishmonger. No, no, it was like a fish and chip shop. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to so, say dude, live like, fish, maybe. No, like no, no. So, like yeah. a beautiful, beautiful day out. I thought I would go down, go down, and get some fresh fish over the water. Or as they oh, call yeah, it in the UK, Greeno, you went to the chippy. They call it the chippy. chippy there you go. There. Yeah. Um, so walk on in and notice like the people, there's two people, one lady behind the counter and she's kind of like a younger girl. Mm. And then there's kind of like an old, older lady who's kind of working, uh, working the fry. Okay. And I'm, and I'm kind of about seven back. It's a reasonably busy place. An experienced fry maiden though is a good sign. I think she's probably well, seen her fair share of things dipped in oil. It's like, all right, she you'd knows think what she's so. doing. Yeah. You'd think so, but I remember, I, I was after about a couple of minutes of waiting in this line and hearing this lady rant behind the counter, oh, no. I was like, oh, this is why we didn't come here again. Because we'd been there before right. and my wife had gone in to do the order that time. She's yeah. like, the lady behind the counter's a bit of a crazy bitch. Like, mm. this, is, this is full on. I'm like, oh, well, it can't be that bad. So anyway, I hear there's a guy in front of me and he's like, oh, yeah, I want, uh, you know, uh, two, two battered fish. I want, you know, three fish cocktails. I want two spring rolls. I want... Two seafood sticks. I want uh, a medium chips, a small chips. I want six calamari, and I want uh, four squid. And I want the chicken, right. chicken salt on there, obviously. Chicken right. salt on on half of them, chicken salt and regular salt on the other half, uh, and vinegar on one quarter of the chips. So they put the order down, and the lady takes the order. The guy goes outside, mm. and the lady, the, the chick, the, the young girl at the front counter puts the ticket up, and behind the counter, I, I hear the lady go. What the fuck is this shit? Nice, Gary. Six spin rolls, six things. I don't want to fucking cook this. That's too much. That's Tell too him to much. go somewhere else. What? I'm like, I'm what? Like, hang on. She's, she's complaining about the size of the order and the fact she's got to, like, put nine different things in the fryer at the same time. It's like, you and know, like, darling, darling, I, you know, you, clearly you work in a fish and chip shop and who am I to tell you how to do your job? But yeah. generally in the food service industry, the golden rule, the rule of thumb is the more food people want to buy, the better off you are. No, the better off you're going to be, okay? Can you tell him to go somewhere else? I don't want to cook all this. Tell so that made to, me laugh. Tell him to go somewhere, go somewhere else. else. Which goes back to that it's hard to give people money sometimes. Yeah, it really So is. then I'm too back in this line. And then, so the girl has realised the lady, the cook, yeah. is struggling a little bit. So yeah. she's tried to do the right thing. She's left me waiting in a line yeah. to go on around the back to help with the back orders. Mm. So at that point, the lady behind the counter, like behind the cook, yeah. is, is just kind of like going, hey, what do you want? What do you want? Yelling out the front. Mm. And I'm too scared to ask for what I actually want now because I'm like, what's she going to fucking yell at me? Like, I'm just going to get the most basic order. I'm like, she's the uh, fish, and, fish and chip Nazi, Greeno. She's the chip Nazi, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I just want six fish cocktails and a medium chips. That'll do. That'll feed my family. Is we, that, we're good is to that go. too much nice for you, Dal? Can you handle that? Yeah. Or, yeah. Should I then go somewhere she's else? like, uh, you're paying cash or card because we don't want cards. And I'm like, what the fuck is this place? No, it's insane. What do you mean? She's like, the card. The card takes too long. Uh, like, just cash. It so takes cash. too long. Like what? Takes what? What long. takes? What exactly takes too I long? I don't know. But I was too afraid to pay with my card now. So I'm like, oh, what have I got? I've got ten bucks. I'm like, better make that a small chips because I can't afford the medium anymore. Yeah. We have ten bucks. We're good to go. So at that point, she starts frying away, even though the lady hasn't taken my order yet. Hmm. 
So then the lady finally comes back around, takes my order, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and the lady's like, oh, I've already, uh, it's already almost cooked. So pay, pay over my cash because I'm like, oh, I've got 10 bucks. There you go. Take that. Yeah. We're all good to go. Then at that point, the girl is like got a, the collection of back orders and she's out serving the customers, like canning out the fries. Right. To which point my dish goes up. Instead of, I'm like, I'll just wait for the girl to come back. Jenny, the lady Jenny, B the in the ch- Jenny B in the chat, Greeno. Greeno has, uh, plot twist, Greeno has seven coupons. No, <laughs> seven coupons, exactly. No cash the or lady card. Behind, yeah. The lady behind the counter, uh, the one the cook, yeah. then just points at me, and she's like, oh, your fish and chips are ready. Just come around and grab them. What? Around the and counter? I'm like, around the counter. So I'm inside the <laughs> Inside the restaurant, behind the till, collecting my own sheets. <laughs> well, thanks for that. I leave and I came back, told, told the wife, and I'm like, that was the most insane experience I've ever had. That's incredible. It's, it's so difficult to give people money that she didn't want to serve this plate because he ordered six different items, didn't want to fry them off. Too I much. had to go collect my own food from both in the kitchen. Um, I bet you, you then, know what, though? I bet you a place like that, though, it's probably really good if you're a local, like if you're a regular there. So you'd probably, you know, she'd probably treat you like gold because you probably could walk around the back of the counter and get your own shit and get your own drink and stuff and help yourself if you were a yeah. regular. But it sounds like she's a bit of a cunt to the newcomers, Greener. The newcomers, the tourists, <laughs> the tourist destination. You're not a local. Said, Never though, seen you like, before. Well, Go somewhere else. With that said, though, like, uh, I was like, oh, I'm not going to come back here. Like, you know, was, that's, that's a bit of a weird experience. How was and the then fry, bit, though? And then we bit into the fish and chips. And I'm like, these are pretty fucking good. Yeah, it better be after something <laughs> like that. They were really nice. And I'm like, oh, I guess we'll come back and I'll just know, bring cash, bring cash. No, <laughs> two items, and just collect it from the grill. I'll be all right. Uh, nice story. Well done. I like stories about pinatas. I've got a little story for you, Greeno, just in a similar vein, uh, yeah. retail story. I went down to the local supermarket the other day and it was about 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. And we've spoken a lot before, Greeno, about, you know, kids these days. It's become a, a mm-hmm. common theme, a common talking point, hasn't it? You know, what's wrong with kids these days? Uh, can I kind of clarify? Are we talking kids kids in general? Are we talking kids out the front of shops? Are we talking kids inside shops? No, no, we're talking, kind of... we're talking kids relative to us. So basically anyone okay. under the age of 25 now qualifies right. as a kid. Okay. Excellent. So we could be talking any scenario here. I like it. So we're talking kids working at the cash register, Greeno. And you, know that, the register, yep. and you know that morning shift, don't you? You know, the morning shift. I believe it was Sunday, actually, I went in there. So it's probably we've about... Talked about, I think we've talked about something similar on the show. I've talked about my, the young bloke I like going to, Dane. Yeah, because he doesn't... Because Dane doesn't fuck around. Because he's probably high and he doesn't talk and he's not interested in your fucking life story and he just, you know, <laughs> rings it up and gets you the fuck out of there, you know. That's why I like Dane. I'm yeah. always in Dane's eye. He's, he's 18. He's hung over from the night before. You and I went to work on our, you know, Sunday retail jobs many a time on no sleep whatsoever, Green. Zero sleep. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we've been there, done that, Dane. I feel you bro here's the cash cash only don't worry no yep. um, no you pay card with dane because he i pay card with dane because he doesn't deal with cash he's like can you just fucking swipe to leave me alone just swipe and I'm fuck like, off yeah yeah we're good to go dad. so i'm down there oh, sorry interrupted your story no that's fine so i'm down there it's 8 30 in the morning and i you know make my couple of items I just needed a couple of things for lunch i was doing a deep fry myself so i was down there getting a couple of potatoes greeno a couple of bits of chicken uh, little spices. Chicken deep fry? You doing air fry or deep fry? No, deep fry. Always. Deep Very fry. Oily, greasy, disgusting deep fry. That's how I roll, Greeno. Little chicken, little chicken fried steak as well. That Didn't was going you give in me fried chicken in an air fryer last time I came over your joint? No, that was deep fried. 
That was, that was deep fried, okay. Yeah, that was oil. Just fried. clarifying. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's how I roll, Green. Only oil all the way. It was very good. Oh, thank you. So, uh, you know, it had been a while since I'd done a fry. We call them Fridays here at the house at the uh, on the property. So I'm like, you know what, to, um, to the Lady Boogs, we're going to do a Friday. I'm going to go out, get my fry, get some nice big fucking fuck-off potatoes. I'm going to do huge fucking chips, you know. And big we'll fuck-off potatoes, I like it. Yeah, because you can't use those pesky little things, Greeno. You know? No, no there's, no, there's no goodness in that. You need the fatness to get the outside stupid and crispy and the inside golden and fluffy. That's right. You know, you want a borderline wedge, basically. Mm. Uh, so, you know, I went out, got the big fuck-off potatoes, the big bad boys. I got some chicken, about a kilo and a half of chicken and a couple mm-hmm. of pieces of steak. Do some chicken fried steak. We're good to go. Yep. So I get down to the counter and there's this 16-year-old kid with a, one of those 16-year-old mustaches, you know, the ones that he hasn't shaved it yet or he, <laughs> he hasn't has. Shaved you yet. can't tell. He's got him. the razor at home. It's still in the packet. Yeah. He's like, look. I'm growing this bad boy out until yeah. I, I had that mustache as a kid you really before did. I could grow up. You, you had it up until the age of about 32, I think. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I learned to eventually grow a proper mustache and a proper beard, but right. it, it was it was panic stations early on because yeah. it was the 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 filthy Maltese mustache. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. The it was wog, no good. The, the wog stash, Greeno. The <laughs> wog stash, but a very unimpressive wog stash. Now I get a regular wog stash. Teenage wog stash. <laughs> So he he also had the the unimpressive teenage wog stash this kid but he yeah. was he was right at the birth part of it. We've just named next week's show. Unimpressive wog stash. <laughs> okay, done. Nice Gary. Nice Gary. So he was he was nurturing his unimpressive wog stash and he was showing yeah. it off proudly behind the counter. Uh, at the local supermarket, Greeno. So I get down there. I've got my couple of items, and I'm expecting a Dane experience. I'm expecting a, you know, it's eight thirty on a Sunday. This kid is he's a party boy. He's got an unimpressive wog stash that he was probably flashing to all the girls. This kid doesn't have time to shave his unimpressive wog stash. He doesn't have time for me and my chit chat. He wants to get no. business done. He was offering mustache rides at the fucking party <laughs> last night to all the all the schoolgirls, Greeno. You know, he's a party boy. We're gonna be fine. So I get down there and what throws me off instantly and because I guess because we're just not used to it these days, mm-hmm. I put my shit up on the thing so he can ring it up and he looks me straight in the eye and he's like, good morning, sir. How are you today? Nice, Gary. Oh, that's too much energy. Whoa. Whoa. And I kind of, <laughs> I was, now, you know me, I'm a friendly guy if people are friendly to me. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you're an asshole to me, I'm probably going to be an asshole back. But if you're friendly to me, even if I don't like you, I'm probably going to be friendly to you because, well, hey, if being friendly, what more do you want? You know? So, yeah. It's um, a nice change of pace from the is. online world that we normally deal in. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I look at him and I, 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 but now the roles are reversed now because I'm actually the one that's hung over at this point. Yeah. I, I think I went to bed at about You've been 3 a.m. You've mustache rides. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't offering any mustache rides. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Not with the baby book of Bubba Baby. At <laughs> I went to bed at about 3 a.m., probably lonely and miserable at 3 a.m., yeah. freezing cold. So I got up at, you know, seven-ish, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to shop, and we're going to do some deep fry for lunch, because that's how you cure a proper hangover greener. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm now the one. I'm Dane now in this situation. Yeah, you're, yeah you've become Dane in this situation. Yeah, I don't really want to have a chit-chat at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to ring my shit up and get the fuck out of there as soon Let's as go. possible. Yeah. And I look at him, and I kind of sm- – I've got my sunglasses on. I'm the only one in the shop wearing sunglasses, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like – yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> I'm like, yep, pretty good, mate. Pretty good. 
He's like, I think, I think also part of the the art of working in a supermarket yeah. is being able to identify your customer, right? Mm. So the general rule of like the people who generally shop early in the morning kind of fall into two buckets. You've got the <laughs> the upstart go getters. Yeah. Who are just keen to get the day off on a, on a good note, and they're going to get out there, and they're going to get the groceries done, so they can they've gone for a run, and they're all good. They're the people that you probably we want Wogstash chatting to. You yes. know what I mean? <laughs> that's what he. That's his, that's his. That's his lane right there. Yeah. Then you've got the if someone rocks up to your aisle inside a supermarket with sunglasses on. Yeah. No chitty chatty, all right. No, no that's, chitty chatty to that man. No. That's a general rule right there. Uh, um, that's that's a less less talky, more swipey. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, you know, God love him. He was fucking persistent. So I looked yeah. at him and I'm like, pretty good, mate. And he 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 starts scanning the stuff and he he goes. Wow, it's pretty chilly out there this morning, isn't it? I like stories yeah. about pinatas. He's doing, stuff. He's doing the weather talk, Greeno, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. I said it, it was. I, I look him in the eye and I said, "Yep, mate, it was about three degrees at two o'clock this morning." As if to say, I was awake at two o'clock this morning. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, I've, nudge, I've nudge. been up late. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, no more talking. And he's, he starts going, "Wow, that's too cold for me. I don't know what I would do in that kind of weather." And I'm thinking, "Don't worry about what you would do. Just ring up the." Fucking stuff. Okay? <laughs> Just worry I'll about the what, here I'd and now. I'd see what I do in that weather, mate. Yeah. Uh, stash. I'd finish I'd, ringing up the I'd fucking be swiping, goods. swiping quickly to warm up. That's, that's what I'd be doing. That's right. I just yeah. Yeah, the, the faster you move, the warmer you'll get. It's going to work yes. out. Okay. Exactly. But, and I don't want to see your mouth moving fast. Your mouth's warm enough. We need it. to get the body moving. Uh, let's let's get that swiping happening. Yeah. And I mean, look. I've got to hand it to him. He broke me. He won because I'm like, you know what? This fucking kid is so nice and he's so pleasant and he's being yep. so friendly. He hasn't been broken down by the world yet. That's right. We've got to, we've got to encourage this a little bit, don't we? There was something, there was something about that, 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 you know, unbreakable positivity. And I thought, you yep. know what? You've won me over. And so I say to him, all right, mate. Uh, okay, yes, it's cold. I said, Are you, how's, how's work going? I, I start now firing questions back. You're firing questions at, at, at uh, Wogstash. I yeah. like it. How's work going, mate? Oh, yeah, it's going pretty good. And I'm like, right, did you start early this morning? He goes, mm, actually, I started about half an hour ago. And I'm like, right, have you got long to go? And he goes, oh, I think I'm finishing in about three and a half hours from now. Yep, yeah, he, he was this kind of like bubbly positive. I like him. You know. nah, I'm, I'm now a fan of this guy. Give this guy a nice Gary. Yeah, give him a nice Gary. Nice Gary. And you can then tell him this story this Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> when well, you're like, hey, man, we mentioned you on the show and you got a fucking nice Gary. Well, I soon discovered why he was so positive, Greedo, because I'm like. High as a kite. <laughs> <laughs> But I said, oh, okay, well, you know, I said something to the tune of, well, I, you know, it's it's good. It looks like you enjoy your job and, you know, you enjoy working here and stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting double and a half time today. Nice, <laughs> Gary. Don't double nice, Gary. Right? <laughs> no, no wonder he's fucking happy because he's getting, <laughs> he's getting paid for 10 hours for being there for four. So, 100%. Yeah. He's probably that's, like, that's... don't worry, boss, I'll work Sunday. There you go. Double time. Fucking no, nice guy. Nice, nice guy to that kid. Well done. Yeah. I like story. stories about pinatas. Fantastic. Um, you talk about fry, man. That reminds me uh, on the weekend. <laughs> so I actually did a bit of a fry up myself over uh, last weekend. Oh, yeah. Had um 
I've been meaning to do, uh, I've told you about these before, cheeseburger spring rolls, right? That's right, yes. These are from a fancy fucking restaurant. Recap, owned by recap like, it, though, for our new audience members, Greener. Recap, what is a cheeseburger? For, I think you're first, you're going to have to explain what a fucking spring roll is. I don't think they have them in the States, the spring no, rolls. No, so think of... Um, it's like a crepe kind of thing, I guess. A roll Sort of, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah kind of like a wrapped... A wrapped pastry sort of thing, a really thin pastry uh, that's normally wrapped around veg and noodles and and whatnot. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna put in YouTube. What is a spring roll? What is a spring roll? <laughs> See what comes. But this up. is a spring roll. So normally, a spring roll is like Asian ingredients. Yeah, mince, like pork mince, noodles, soy sauce, oyster sauce, uh, carrot. Hi, it's uh, what else goes and in that thing? Coriander. That's rice paper roll. That's different. No, that's, that's not what I made. No, we don't want one of them. No. We need a spring roll. Yeah, we need a spring roll. We want the deep fried goodness greener. Yeah, deep fried spring. I, I just saw the old answer. Asian lady and I thought, well, this is the one. Racist. Yeah, racist, obviously. There we go. That's right. a spring roll. So anyway, it's a crispy outside shell and it's got like soft stuff and you dip it in like a sweet and sour sauce. Yeah generally very delicious right. as we like to do in australia we go we take a nice humble uh beautiful cuisine from overseas and we're gonna fuck it up <laughs> so you can we're gonna, we're gonna take the healthy shit and we're gonna put a cheeseburger in there <laughs> cheeseburger spring roll <laughs> a cheeseburger spring roll now, to be fair so, spring rolls are usually regarded as mystery foods like so we have a mm. bunch of fast food mystery foods here and spring rolls are definitely one of them where people love them but they don't really know what's in it you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you asked not ten people on the street. I can turn this video off. That's yeah. Well, I just we'll have it going in the background. Um, <laughs> you can ask oh, that's 10... all I can hear. Can you mute it? Can you hear that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Can you really? Oh, okay. There we go. That's much better. Oh, um, why? I must be because I'm sharing my screen, so you shouldn't be able to hear that. Yeah. Fuck. Um. Yeah. That's weird. That's never happened before. Anyway. Yeah, so spring rolls are usually, yeah, if you ask 10 people in the street what's in a spring roll, nine and a half of them will say, I don't know. I don't know what's in a fucking. I still don't know what's in a spring roll. I know there's noodles. I know there's mints. Uh, Oh, yeah, cabbage. I forgot there was cabbage. A bit of cabbage in there. I didn't know there was was mints in it. I didn't think there was any meat in it. Oh, it depends. This one's a vegetarian spring roll, but yeah, the ones I make at home in general is, yeah, have mints in them. I've never never heard of a wood ear mushroom before. Yeah, either way. That looks suspect, I think. They that's don't a, even look like mushrooms. Job. Backyard that's job. <laughs> <laughs> An Asian backyard job, Greg. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so anyway, I made the the cheeseburger spring rolls, right? Yeah. So these things are in a, a, a restaurant that's very highly regarded in Australia. Like it's like Michelin star level restaurant quality. How food. many stars? It, Just one. There's one, I guess. I don't know. I don't know specifically. All I know is this restaurant is very highly regarded. So I make these bad boys. And I made them before, and I enjoyed them, but I made them again. And as I'm biting into them, the audacity I have mm. is I took a bite, and I'm like, I think I can make these better. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, personally, I'm not a fan of the cheese they've used in this recipe. No. If we replace this with like a red Leicestershire, I feel like it'd have. So I went off on this tangent. So I was like, let me get this right. You feel that your interpretation of a recipe that's in a five star restaurant is going to be better than the five star chef? Yes, I do. So now I have a principle. I'm going to make another batch with the red Leicestershire. Mm. Yeah, I I feel like I can improve a recipe, a proven recipe, and make it better. 
even though it's a f- recipe from a five-star chef. You know what? Five-star chef and it's uh, something that, yeah, he's I'm, a, a I'm big better, seller I'm in particular. I'm better than him, yeah. I feel I'm, like I can improve it, Dan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> confident? We're not confident? Yeah. Uh, well, can you improve it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like I can. I'm going to do them again. I guess uh, I, how can I can't. I guess I can't really answer that until I have the one from the restaurant. I need to give you two. Yeah. Next time you come over, yeah. you know what you need. You need to blind test. So get... I'm going to blind test it. All right. Nice, gonna... Gary. I like nice, it. I'm going to give you two Gary. options. Like, which one do you prefer? Yeah. And then you can go. I prefer the one with the red Leicestershire. And I'll go. Fuck yes. That's right. Okay. Uh, or you might end up enjoying hamburger cheese instead. Okay. So well. We'll see how we go. This just gives uh, me an opportunity, Greeno, because we're talking about roles. I have to take this opportunity because it gives me a chance to play one of my favourite commercials of this, all time. This is something I have no idea what is in a Chico roll. Okay. Like you're talking about spring rolls? Yes. I know there's some corn in there. Yeah. Well, And so that is about it. I can tell you our North American friends uh, in the chat, Greeno, they actually know what spring rolls are. They love them. So Jenny B from oh, Florida is like, I want a spring rolls for breakfast now. Um, yeah. Okay, so spring rolls are one, one thing. So growing up in Australia, especially in the western suburbs of Sydney, where you had wog shops abound, yeah. there were there were two types of people. You either were a spring roll mustaches abound, mate. <laughs> you were either a spring roll person or you were a chico roll person. Now, you guys know or, what a spring or, roll sorry, is. It was option free as well. Yeah, you were a battered sav guy. Battered sav. Yeah. See, I put battered sav in a different category for me. Really? No, I always yeah. put that in the Chico no. Chico column. Because I no, I think it's roll versus roll. I think it's spring roll versus Chico roll. Battered yeah, sav. Yeah, but there, was, there wasn't a spring roll at the workshop. Uh, yeah, there was. Yeah, there no, was. Wasn't. Yes, there was there never was. a spring roll. It was, it was a chico. It was a battered sav, and it was a fish stick. And that no, was the options. I reject that. I remember seeing spring rolls at, at no, shops. The only time I saw a spring roll was when you went to a Chinese restaurant. That was it. Jenny B, we're going to have to educate Jenny B. Go. Was wait, what's a wog? <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> generally, generally considered to someone. Nick Giannopoulos of, films. She'll love Nick it. Giannopoulos. <laughs> Google Nick Giannopoulos. Okay. <laughs> Then you'll see what a wog is, all right? <laughs> generally someone of Mediterranean extraction, generally speaking. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, the general discussion, you know, in the schoolyard growing up was Chico roll versus spring roll. Now, you guys have heard of spring rolls, but have you heard of a Chico roll? Now, if you haven't, uh, this just gives me a chance to play one of my favourite commercials of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to the Chico roll. And then we might go to a quick break. Here's the Chico like roll. It. There's a word in Aussie lingo for a really tasty thingo When you're driving in the Arvo in your Falcon or Monaro It's every Aussie's motto at the local fish and chippo When you've given work the flicko, you roll home with a chico If you're a muso or a journo, an ambo or a garbo A drongo or a dero, get a chico from the servo if you're a Jimbo or a Jono, a Margo or a Rocco, a Watto or a Dicko, we all roll home with Chico. Roll, 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 roll home with the Chico. Roll, 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 roll home with the Chico. We say good day to start a convo. We say mozzie, not mosquito. On the way home we say yummo, with a chico in our tummo. If a cafe makes you aggro, when they charge too much for avo, there's no need for a biffo, just roll home with the chico. 
If you need to pay your rego, or your missus is a vego. If you're heading home from bingo, or your pet dog is a dingo. If you're visiting the rellos, or you're cruising with the fellows. If last night you got blotto, then one three bucks in Oslotto. Is it made of carrot or potato? Is it chicken or beef? We don't know. It's the vibe, it's Marbo. It's essential driving cargo. In your car or in your pano, get on your bike and pull a mono. You'll get home in a jiffo when you roll home with a chico. Roll, 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 roll home with a chico. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back to the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls how good was that Karina? i love that 
that oh. song, the Chico <laughs> Roll song. Cracking ad. For those who have listened to my podcast before, uh, The Daily Boogie, you'll remember that I have mentioned, like, it's a, it's a very Australian thing to just shorten a word and put an O at the end of it. O-E-I. Yeah, and that, that song is literally just, you know, every single line is, you know, uh, you know, get a chico from the servo. You know, drongo, blotto. It's just, it's non-stop. You, Jono, Robbo, Dicko, Geno. You know, it's just yeah. fucking. Fantastic. This program brought to you by Damo and Greeno. I mean, we literally are like. <laughs> no, we are the chico, chico roll lad. Yeah, so fucking fantastic. That is that is one of the great ones I think, like of all time. That's a proper jingle. That that's a that's not that's a, a jingle. Ad. That's a fucking Went song. For a while. That's like a song. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was expecting a thirty-second ad, and I'm like, I think it goes for four and a half minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a um, two and a half minute song. I remember the yeah. first time I watched it watching TV, Greeno, and I, it just kept going and going and going. And I like, I, I forget who I was watching it with. It would have been a couple of mates or something. And we, our floor, our jaws were on the floor. Like, <laughs> what the hell is this? You know what I mean? This is fucking amazing. This is Chico Roll ad. Yeah. And I, I, I think my favorite bit is where he's talking about, um, uh, I forget the line. What's the line again? Where he's like, um, I'm not going to play it again, but I'm just going to skip back to, uh, where is it? Uh, here it is. <laughs> is it made of carrot or potato, chicken or beef? We don't know. <laughs> so well, I looked it up. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Chicken roll is filled with cabbage, barley, carrot, green beans, beef, beef tallow, wheat cereal, celery, and onion. Okay. Nice, The filling is partially pulped and enclosed in a thick egg and flour pastry tube, uh, and then deep fried in veggie oil. At its go. peak, hmm. 40 million Chico Rolls were sold in Australia annually. 40 million Chico Rolls. Wow. Yeah. There you go. I was go. in the 70s, 60s and 70s when we didn't understand what food was. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> they're, um, they're still going now, though. They're still around. They are. They still, they still sold 15 million a year, which is fucking no, yeah. no small order. It's an Aussie company, like, you know, proud Aussie company. So there you go. It was made, uh, created by a boilermaker. Who really? uh, created food for wanted to uh, become a caterer for a footy match, oh. and he wanted something someone could hold while they're watching the footy. Wow, there you go. You know, necessity nice, is the mother Gary. of invention, Greener. Yeah, hundred percent. Wow. So there you go. A little Australian ingenuity there, and it and it is like the quintessential footy food, really, isn't it? Like you know, people get a chicken. Well, that, like the yeah, ad says. Yeah, yeah, meat pie, but Chico roll. Meat like pie, sausage rolls, Chico roll. How many Chico rolls would you have got, Greeno? You know, I remember when back in my TAFE days when I was doing TAFE, um, you know, you'd get off the train and it was like it was Granville, you know, Granville train mm -hmm. station, pretty fucking dodgy place, right? And, um, you know, before you jump on the train home, you stop in at the fucking wog shop and grab yourself yep. a Chico roll for the train ride home, you know, just... Just a, a little snack to, to tide you over. To you. <laughs> That's right, because you might be on the train for an hour because of our terrible public you know, terrible transport. It's, it's a five-minute train ride. It takes an hour. That's, That's how right. public transport so, works. So you better, get a, you better get a Chico roll into you because you don't know how long you're going to be fucking standing there in that filthy, disgusting train, right? Could be a while yeah, with so no aircon. That's it. So grab yourself a little Chico roll. And the thing about the Chico roll is it's it's not like the kind of food. You know how some foods, Greeno, like you have to eat it while it's hot? That doesn't mm -hmm. apply to the Chico roll. You can keep a Chico roll like it can 
be sitting, sitting next to you for, for an hour. Yeah, and, it, ah. and it's the exact same texture. <laughs> you know, two days later, oh, yeah, as it was, changes. nothing changes. That's, that's why I was, I was puzzled by what was in it. I'm like, because those things just last there. Like, I've seen something put in a Bay Marie at, at yes. 8 a.m., still there at 6 p.m., no obvious change sure in is. its appearance. That's right. It looks that the same. That always concerns me. It looks the same. Yeah, that's the, that's the mystery. That's the beauty about the Chico Roll. You don't really know how long it's been there. It could be a day or a week, and it looks yeah. the exact same. It looks the exact same. <laughs> Whereas the, the hot dog at the servo, you, know. you knew how that thing, how <laughs> long you know. that one had been there. That's, that's right. You're like, no, mate, they're fresh. I'm like, they're not fresh, buddy. We've, we, we can tell. Yeah. Um, totally. You just got to tell with the Chico Roll. No, there you go. Roll home with a Chico. Fucking exactly. Fantastic. It's been years. Uh, Damo, I uh, had, had an idea throughout the course of the week. I've been watching. I watched this doco on uh, with a, the, the comedy watch store. Watch doco with a Chico. <laughs> doco. <laughs> doco with uh, about the comedy store, and then uh, one of the they ran out of uh, amusing things to talk about the comedy store. So that's the like, comedy store, the one off. in New York or the one in L.A. L.A. Right. Yeah. Uh, the one that was owned by Paulie Shaw's mother. Ah, Paulie Shaw's mother. Really? Yep. Really? Mrs. Yeah, Mitzi. Mrs. Shaw. Eh? Yeah, Mitzi Shaw, Mitzi Shaw. Uh, was the owner and helped discover, you know, a lot of the, the comedians. But you're not Paulie, unfortunately. <laughs> she, she spat Paulie into our lexicon, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, she birthed weasel. him onto us. Um, yeah. And so... They ran out of tools. So they end up talking about podcasting. And it got me thinking because they were talking about, oh, yeah, Joe Rogan came up with this amazing idea and he was on the forefront, blah, blah, blah. We've been doing podcasts for fucking almost as long as Joe Rogan has. Yeah. Like, we started Sad putting together our little I wouldn't go around telling show. people that, by the way. No, 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 no. But, <laughs> but it got me thinking about, like, where things have gone. Because we got into the podcast game before it was popular. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we were putting out podcasts and we were on, uh, what was the one? We were on. Oh, we're still on it. Podbean. Podbean, yeah. yeah. It was kind yeah. of before Apple, I, like things were on Apple and podcasts were on Apple and you could download them through there and obviously before Spotify and before all those things. So Podbean was where you went to get your podcast. It was like, one it of them, yeah. It was, yeah. Like, it I think we ended up, yeah, no, I think we ended up choosing Podbean in the beginning and we would have been one of the first fucking adopters of it, I guess, but I think we <laughs> chose it in the beginning. Just I chose it anyway because it was the easiest one to use. Like, yeah. I investigated all of them, like, the UIs of all of them, and I'm like, eh, this one's pretty easy. I just upload the file and go bang, 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 and it's done, yeah. you know? like So that's really why we're still there and now. It's just because I'm too lazy to change. <laughs> Happy days. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Now there's 7,000 different places you it's can true. get your podcasts and it's all that. But we were one of the early kind of, like, yeah. things. But we kind of missed the ship because... Back then, we probably had more listeners than we do now. We've been doing this thing for a better part of, well, 13 years now. Yeah. Um, which got me thinking, everything old is new again. Okay. I'm proposing, uh, uh, th- hear me out here. Mm-hmm. We stop the podcast, yeah. but we release every episode on vinyl. <laughs> nice, Gary. Imagine having to wait for the block on, on vinyl. vinyl. Two and a half hours of us on vinyl would be a very, very wide vinyl. Well, couldn't we? Um, couldn't we do EPs, Greeno? Like, are uh, not EPs? Like, the, what are the little ones? You got LPs wicket. and EPs, don't you? We got a wicket. Oh, nice one, Boland. 
So uh, you've got LPs. Got Sixty-one. It's Erasmus. Yeah. Oh, so he called it not out actually. And he called they, it not out. Got smitten. overturned. So that's all. And, and what is that lunch now? Is it or? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's just gone lunch. Yeah. So right. that was the last over before lunch. Nice see, work, Scotty Bong. Now, see, now we've opened them up though. Now we should be into them yeah. in order, and we should you know run through a bit of basketball time. Yeah. Um, yeah, LPs, EPs. Yeah, we could go either. We could go maybe segment one as an EP mm. and then do the whole episode as an LP. Yeah, right. Um, limited edition versions of certain episodes. Well, I mean, on the upside, well, look, on the upside, it's still, it's relatively cheap to make, you can still make your own vinyls these days. Like, there we go. And it's fairly easy to do. Like, you can still buy all the gear. The problem for us is that, we have five listeners that go from Sweden to, you know, yep. America to fucking Vietnam, all right, yep. and everywhere in between. So the shipping alone, <laughs> like, to, re- to send <laughs> to send one EP to each of yeah. our five listeners would cost more than it does to host a podcast for ten fucking years. On nice, Gary. Just put it out there as an option. Yeah. Like, let's let's not dismiss it immediately. Right. Let's let's put it let's put that one in our pockets as okay. an idea. Okay, it's in the because I'd, I'd rather pile. be on. Yeah. I'd rather be on the the pioneer Pioneers, of the podcast so. vinyl movement. Jenny B in the chat saying eight track Greeno. We should go back to eight track. Eight track. Like now we're talking. We could do cassette. What about singles, Greeno? We could, we could do like a mixtape. Mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> we could send out mixtapes of bits and pieces of the the show. So would it have uh, you know the old tapes, the blank tapes that you would buy, and it had like the list on the. You had that cover that slipped inside oh, the case. Yeah. And it just had lines on it, and you—that's where you would write which songs were on the tape. Spot on. So it'd be like number one, uh, you yeah. know, uh, Dick Move. Number two, yeah. Unimpressive Wogstash. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, a, a block idea. I think I had, I think I had Twelfth Man tapes at one point. Yeah, I did too. That's that's where I originally heard them. Billy Birmingham tapes. Yeah. And it was one of those few ones where I was like, I have the tape, the cassette tape, but I need to also buy the CD. Kitty B Green on the chat suggesting reel to reel. <laughs> now we're really getting into the ether. Reel to reel. Next step, let's fucking take it one step back. Let's do silent films. <laughs> silent films of the block. So what would of it the just, block. just be text, would it? So uh, then we may as well just release a book. We could do we could do a book of the block book yeah now we're talking the starting book yeah see the idea is evolving but nonetheless we need to be on the forefront of something new because the podcasting is done it's dusted everyone's doing it now yeah it's done uh my kids got a fucking podcast it's it's fucking too much yeah and it's actually the kids podcast is more popular than ours so it really is that thing had 12 listeners um (laughs) house has got seven (laughs) we're in trouble all right, well, we'll look into it and we'll promote it on uh, Gooden.life. Don't, by the way, don't mm-hmm. forget you can catch us on Gooden.life, currently under construction, but I've been told by the IT department down at Gooden.life that it should be up and running any minute now, Greeno. So, yeah. yeah, looking forward to that. So, yeah, stay tuned to Gooden.life for the updated uh, release date of the upcoming Starting Block Vinyl series. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Collector's stuff. edition. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to move on to? Do you want to do a different Wolf of Wars? Want to do I want to talk uh, about Unity Day because we had a big uh, development during the week in regards to Unity we did. Day. Yeah. Just because we miss a show doesn't mean we're not working in the background, guys. That's right. yeah. like, the wheels are always in motion on this particular program. Things, things are always happening. Hmm. Oh, I thought you were going to run with it. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I realised I interrupted you with you were about to run something, and I'm like, I better shut my fucking mouth and let you do your bit. No, 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 that's no, okay. So we had <laughs> a development during the week uh, because last week you'll remember we were discussing Burke Bacharach. Uh, now it was no, we weren't. No, we weren't. No, the week before that, that was the bit we were chatting about. That's what last last week we were talking. Uh, who last was last episode, week? which was the last La- season of the block. Yeah, yeah, last season of the block. Yeah. We had yeah. Tonya Todman from Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise. Tonya Todman from Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise is going getting, getting involved uh, at the recommendation of Huey. Yes, Huey Hewitson, Greeno, the the famous celebrity chef. That's right. And then we also, but then the, the last episode, my apologies, we brought in uh, Nelly Frittato. Yes, to make who frittatas. Who's also who's going to make frittatas while singing whilst I'm Like a Bird. The, whilst also overseeing the Avery we're going to have. Yeah, so she's going to be in the Avery um, yeah. with uh, the birds, obviously. She's yeah. going to be making frittatas while singing I'm Like a Bird, but we discovered that if she's going, because I didn't know at first she was going to be in the Avery with the birds, so I thought she'd be outside mm-hmm. the Avery. But because she's going to be in the Avery, we're going to have to hire somebody to hold a, an umbrella over her, otherwise the birds are going to be shitting all over the frittatas, Greener. And we don't want that. We exactly. Don't want that. We definitely don't want that because we've had our yeah. issues with food safety before. And, it, and once it, again, I would I'd rather avoid the the health inspector coming up and, and giving us another strike because yeah. three strikes are out and we're already one down. Thanks, fucking Dean Hutton. You don't know. Um, yeah, you don't know the amount of money we had to pay out to parents to pay them off for their children. Being scolded by Dean Hutton and his, you know, his pops. Oh, the civil lawsuits! Oh my God, so many. Almost ruined Unity Day for everyone, Greeno. Almost, yeah. but you know, thankfully we had enough cash in the bank. That's right. From all that sweet vinyl money, yeah. um, <laughs> we were all good to be able to pay him off. Yeah. So you know, the idea was uh, raised. Well, um, how did we get to Bert Backer or Backeracker, Greeno? How did he come up in the first place? Well, because our our boy Be yes. was listening to the show, and he's like, "Look, I've I've made a few calls. Yes, uh, in his downtime, hmm. uh, away from doing the the Earth reports. That's right. And he's like, once again, always working in the background. And he's like, look, I feel like we can get Bert Backerack. Bert Backerack." To which, to which we replied, yeah, we all know yeah. his name because we were talking about, I know Bert Bacharach the name, but I can't tell mm-hmm. you anything that he's sung. I just yep. know that he's been regarded as a famous singer, but he, I I can't think of him, like, you know, singing anything, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, did we end up discovering what he has sung? What were some of his hits, Greeno? Did we go through It's irrelevant that? because then we also realised Bert's dead. He's been dead. dead. Yeah, he's been dead yeah. for a while, unfortunately. Been dead for a year. Died uh, earlier this year. So then I had the idea, well, look, last year we had this great success when we brought out the Kenosha Kickers. Uh, yeah. You know, minus obviously Sands. Gus Polinski. Gus Polinski, yeah. Who's, who's obviously also dead. So we brought JD Fortune out to, you know, to stand in for Gus Polinski and the Kenosha <laughs> Kickers, Bruno, at, at last year's Unity Day. And my- yeah. Uh, look, uh, I I don't want to disparage the the work that JD did because no. he did a fantastic job. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, right. But I didn't feel like Polka Polka, polka, was, polka, was, polka. Yeah. was up to the level yeah. uh, that the gas would have done it. Like it was, it was a fine substitute. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to say it didn't give JD a chance to show off his range, but you're actually saying that JD couldn't hold a candle to Gus Polinski. Couldn't hold a candle to Gus Polinski. Correct. <laughs> It was unfortunate. I was hoping for more. Uh, you know, he may be able to replicate uh, Freddie Mercury, yeah. but he's no Gus Polinski. He's no Gus. There is. That's no all Gus I'm Polinsky. saying. Yeah, there's only yeah. one Gus Polinski. So uh, we thought, well, look, 
the fans were they were somewhat happy with the Kenosha Kickers, a little less happy with JD Fortune as Gus Polinski with the Kenosha yep. Kickers. So we thought, look, we're good guys. Why don't we give JD Fortune another chance, Greeno? Why don't we give him another shot? So in place of Burt Bacharach, we're going to bring mm-hmm. out JD Fortune to stand in for Burt Bacharach, playing yep. some of, uh, singing some of Burt Bacharach's nice, famous hits for Unity Day 2024, Greeno. Beautiful. With Nelly Furtado. It's actually turning into quite the musical Unity Day now. We've got Nelly Furtado making frittatas in the bird, Avery singing I'm Like yep. a Bird. And now we've got JD Fortune standing in for Burt Bacharach singing some of Burt Bacharach's favourite tunes. Now, yep. the suggestion was also made by B from the UK. Well, you know, why don't we dust the, blow the dust off the old uh, robotic dildo stall that we had in Unity Day 1, Greeno? Because that's still mm-hmm. sitting around the back of the back of the house somewhere. Still in storage. Yeah, still in storage, been, been gathering storage dust. For that. That's yeah. right. So why don't we break out the old robotic dildo shed, we'll re-erect it, and we can get Burt Bacharach, a.k.a. JD Fortune, as Burt Bacharach, in the Burt mm-hmm. Bacharach crack back and sack wax. Nice, Gary! So kind of like a, a bit of a beauty salon out the back there. A little bit of a beauty salon. Now, we ran this past JD Fortune's management, and you would be surprised to know, Greener, you would think JD would be up for anything these days. Yep. Uh, because, let's be honest, the offers probably aren't rolling in. For not coming in thick and fast. The fact that he took especially up the not after, yeah, especially job. not after last year's performance with the Kenosha Kickers. Yeah, you know, his, his value <laughs> exactly. only went down. We're giving him another chance, you know, out of the goodness yeah. of our fucking hearts here. Look, we've got, we we managed to uh, kind of fling uh, Gabriel Gatte back into the lexicon. He's back on MasterChef now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like we can work our wonders on JD Fortune, even though it did, things didn't go as well as we would have liked last year. That's right. We're, don't worry, we're going to keep Dean Hutton out of the stall this year. We're going to up up the security to keep Dean yeah. out. So we'll give JD another shot. But we ran it past JD's manager, his mum, and his mum mm-hmm. said, no, look, JD's not interested in giving people a crack back and whack. Uh, back, <laughs> crack back crack and sack. Crack back and whack. sack. Whack. 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 That's right, yeah. So I said, all right, well, we're going to have to think about this because we've already started to pull the old robotic dildo tent out of storage. So I'm not going to put it back in there. Now it's out. We need to use it, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to go to waste. So we ended up uh, looking around. We had that old segment years ago, Greeno, Touch by a Touchy, which we would talk yeah. about the touch judge in rugby league. And a, a football player from that era, Greeno, you will remember, is the former Parramatta Eels fullback, Luke Burt Greeno. Remember him well. Oh, that's right. Scary. Yes. Who was often a, a big player in the segment Touch by a Touchy because he would be involved in, you know, many plays that would be involving a Touchy back in those I mean, days. a Touchy, Luke yep. Burt. Whether it be sideline thing, whether it be uh, goal line dropouts, yeah. uh, could be six again. So who knows? Yeah. So luckily for us, Luke Burt, believe it or not, is actually free on the weekend. It's available. Yeah, so... Excellent. So we're going to bring in Luke Burt to fill in for JD Fortune, who's filling in for Burt Bacharach. Burt Bacharach, yeah. And we're going to call it the Burt Bacharach, Luke Burke, fullback, fullback, crack and sack wax. Nice, Gary! Or the BBLB, FB, FB, CSW, for short. So for short. Yeah, gonna, very good. There you go. So we're going to have the BBLB, FB, FB, CSW tent, Greeno, which yeah. is the Luke Burt, fullback, fullback, crack, back and sack wax. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking tricky. Man. Nice, What's up? <laughs> Is what's Luke Bird's vocal range like? Is he going to be pumping out some tunes as well, well or just going to be focusing on the waxing? Well, no, well, no. I think what we're going to do is because we've put out a little bit of a poll with the attendees, like we do every year at Unity Day, we like mm-hmm. to survey our attendees and ask them, What did you think? Were you happy about this? What can we improve? 
Now, most of them came back and said, if we see JD Fortune on stage again, we're going to boo mercilessly. Okay. okay. So what we're going to do is Luke Burt, whilst he's giving the crack back and sack wax at the Lu- yep. at the Burt Bacharach Luke Burke fullback fullback crack and sack wax tent, while mm-hmm. he's doing that, he's actually going to be miming whilst JD Fortune, who's standing in for Burt Bacharach, will be singing from the Avery next to Nelly Furtado because she actually needs an assistant in the kitchen to help with the frittatas, Greener. Well, yeah, the frittatas are going to cook himself. We need someone to, uh, controlling the oil temperature. The oil and someone temperature. Also, yeah, Chopping also the onions, you know, grating the, the cheese, you know, doing yeah. whatever you got to do. So he'll be assisting Nelly Furtado, Furtado in the Avery, making the frittatas, whilst he'll be on mic remotely going to Luke Burt, who'll be doing the crack back and sack wax whilst miming... <laughs> I mean, Bert Bacharach tunes. tits. There you go. So, I think uh, fantastic like is, addition. This is shaping up. It really to, is. To be something. Really something. Every year when I think Unity Day may die on, die on its ass, somehow, yeah. somehow. It just gets better and better, Greener. We managed to pull together a lineup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> BE also had a little sneaky, uh, sneaky suggestion. This one's still in negotiations, though, so we don't want to uh, lock it in don't just blow yet. Our lid too early on this one, no. But he has been in negotiations with Alex Dimitriades. Yes. Because yeah. the ladies are like, look, we, we need we need more lady stuff, and so hence the reason we got the uh, Burt Bacharach, Luke, Luke Burt, fullback, fullback, crack and sack wax. Yeah. Or the the BBLB, FB, F. B, C, S, W for short. Um, We've got that forum already. And the Avery, like we're trying to be late. We're trying to be very uh, lady forward this year. Yeah. With non-misogynistic, green eye. Yeah, exactly. Like a bit more, a bit less, because I feel like the the Kenosha Kickers are very more male dominant. You know what I mean? Like I mean, more for the boys. We did have the, the, the robotic dildo uh, tent was very lady focused. Well, in that year was very one. lady friendly, but that was that, that was, was a long day time one. We're up to Unity Day Seven. You know what I mean? Like ladies, like it's been seven years since the the robotic dildo, so. We're going to get something else in for the ladies. Yeah. So uh, bees uh, in negotiations, Alex Dimitriades, still Pilates. If you're not familiar, lesson. if you're not familiar, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Dimitriades starred in a movie, an Australian movie, with Claudia Carvan back in the early '90s called The Heartbreak Kid. So, which led to a TV program called Heartbreak High, Heartbreak which was High. also That's also right. the star of. Yes. And, then, uh, and that was about it for him, wasn't it, Alex Demetrius? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much uh, I think he, he still gets the occasional guest spot uh, in, in the... But he'd now he's still be, around in he'd Australian now be in, TV. He'd now be in his 50s, though, I think, with the Heartbreak Kid. Still in his 50s, but still doing the same kind of quality work he heartbreak was doing kid. back then yeah, that's right. in the Heartbreak Kid with Claudia Carvin. So the Heartbreak were, Kid, Alex Demetriades, Pilates. Now, is that going to be... Pilates. Will that be in the uh, BBL, FB, 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 CSW tent, Greeno, or next to it, or will he be in the Avery with Nelly Furtado? Separate section. Separate section for the Pilates, uh, part of the the OH&S, they came in. Of course, yeah. Okay. And just check check the surroundings. Yeah, we might have to repurpose Eden Gahar's Garden of Eden, Greeno, perhaps. We've got to find we them an appropriate that. space, I think, for that. Exactly. Well, you know, the OHS people have been our since the Hutton incident. So yeah, that's true. We've got to be, yeah. got to be make sure we, we tick that box and, and keep everyone happy. And just to, uh, re- just to reiterate, to to put everyone's mind at ease, yes, we can confirm we are definitely upping the security this year to make sure that 
Dean Hutton does not try to smuggle in uh, 20 litre pots, Greedo, to do his own presentation of how to cook spuds again. Don't hot stove, exactly. No, that's right. No, no hot stove for Dean Hutton. For Dean Hutton, again. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love that shitty Unity Day segment. Unity, so you know what? Like, I always get told by people that Unity Day is like the dumbest segment and they hate it and they fast forward it. And I'm always like, it's my favourite part. Like, it's my favorite part. It's yeah. the, it's the, if, I agree. It's the dumbest segment, but yeah. it's also my favorite segment right. because it's the dumbest segment. The rules, yeah. Which is yeah, exactly. Literally make uh, it up, isn't um, it? <laughs> <laughs> what about court dates, Damo? Little court dates, yeah. Where's our court? Where's my fucking court dates? It's up on my there screen. We there we go. Richmond Premiership player Marlon Pickett has been arrested and charged over a series of burglaries, Greener, which targeted commercial properties in Perth during December 22 and January 2023. I guess you've got to keep yourself busy in the off-season, don't you, In the off-season, Eddie, yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing keeps your fitness up. You can't go up like run from the cops, run I guess. from the cops. Charges, charges include four counts of aggravated burglary, stealing and criminal damage, Greener. Uh, so, yeah, you'll remember Marlon Pickett was actually, I know this name very well because I'm a giant supporter and our one appearance in the grand final, which is kind of like our version of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. our one, the one time that we went to the grand final slash Super Bowl, we got absolutely fucking murdered by about 80 or 90 points. It was like the third biggest defeat in grand final history for our team. Like quarter three, I think we were messaging yeah. and I'm like, bro, this is brutal. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. It was our, our only goal is to not lose by a record margin. So we were cheering on not losing by a record margin at yeah. that point. I think, I, think we ended up, yeah, I think we ended up losing by like 89 points, which like I said, I think was like the third biggest losing margin of all time or yep. something. Um, but I remember Marlon Pickett very well because he actually made his debut in that game. Like that, in the GF. His first game ever in the league was in the Super Bowl or whatever, the equivalent, the grand final. And he did it as like a 28-year-old, I think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, unfortunately for us on the losing side, it was one of those fucking feel-good stories, you know. Feel-good yep. story. Oh, God, he's a 28-year-old rookie and he's played his first game in the biggest game and he had a great game as well. Like, he kicked a couple of goals. And yeah, he, he played well. Yeah, he played really well. I mean, it's not hard to play It's not hard to play well on a team when, team when the team wins by fucking 90 points, though. Let's be fair. Like, he's look like a superstar at that particular yeah, point, really but yeah. still, still, well done. Yeah, well done to him. And, um, you know... Now I, he's knocking off commercial properties in Perth. Well, allegedly. Um, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. I, think, I think it's something like the coppers have his phone pinged at a location or something and uh interestingly though the team is like no he's gonna play on the weekend which i to be fair we're we're short (laughs) yeah well no to be fair like i've always advocated that like i've 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 always advocated innocent until proven guilty you know um players shouldn't be banned just because they're accused of something definitely if they're found guilty i mean obviously he'll be in jail so he can't play but Mm -hmm. until such maybe day release (laughs) <laughs> day release to come out and play, play a game of foot Greedo. That'll be his community service. So. That's community service. Yeah. Go out, play footy. I'm going to play a game, yeah. Because the yeah. kids, Greeno, they love it, Greeno. We've got to keep the kids on the straight and narrow for community it's service. It's not on Thursday nights. Yeah, not definitely not on Thursday nights. We want people to yeah. see it, don't we? You know, yeah. No one will be watching if he doesn't no on watching. Thursday night. That doesn't count, mate. I'm sorry. How do we know Marlon's going to use community service if no one's watching the thing? Correct. Exactly. Yeah, so look, they, they, he's apparently he's going to play this weekend, I think, or next weekend. So 
I mean, that'll mm-hmm. be interesting, you know. Mm. Um, well, remember, Damo, Premiership hero. Well, that, and that's the funny thing because I think the article I shared with you, uh, or you shared with me, it said Premiership hero. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, some some heroes wear, don't wear capes, Greeno. Some of them wear balaclavas. Nice. Put on. Yay. There we go. Fantastic stuff. So there you go. There's your Very NFL good. court dates for the week. I like it. Uh, what do we got now? Oh, a bit of A stat, man, uh, if we can. So now it's been a sad year for, for the A's, I, I must admit. Yeah. Um, they're about to lose their team in Oakland. Yep. Um, End of an era, on, really. Like, yeah, they're on the uh, – well, they were on a historic run of losing yeah. uh, to be one potentially the losingest team in history. Well, um, how interesting that they've got records – well, they've they've had records at both ends of the spectrum, haven't they, like at different oh, times, you know? Exactly. Um, but this week, that somehow, somehow when we had hundreds of dollars on the line – they fucking beat a team <laughs> that was top of their division, nice, even though they're the losingest team in history. Uh, and then I'm going on like a seven-game winning streak. There you go. So, stat <laughs> man there. Back, well baby. done to the Oakland A's. They're coming back. I'm a stat man. The A's had a record of 12 and 50, a .194 winning percentage. And then they went on to win seven straight games. That's the lowest win percentage by any team entering a five-game win streak since the 1900s. Wow. And there was it was something like the uh, San Diego Colonels. Colonels. Teams that you haven't fucking ever heard of. Can we please bring the Colonels back? I want them back in the league. I remember sending it to the boys going, uh, look, if we're going to lose hundreds of dollars on a last-leg bet, at least it took something that hadn't happened since the 1800s for, to lose the bet on. So yeah, You can't be upset with that. When something like that happens, you've just got a slow clap, you know, like. I'm like, well, that's that's some history. We fucking, yeah. We've just taken the Colonel's mantle from 1884. Yeah, it literally took like 120 years of history to be overturned for us to lose this bet, you know. The, yeah. So we didn't actually lose. The universe just decided to not we, we just saw, We just watched some really random <laughs> history, right, yeah. which was financially unfortunate. Correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a little while since we've done a show, hey, stat man. And yeah, just before we move me. on, though, can I ask oh, you, like, the whole A's thing moving? So, will they be the Las Vegas A's, or will they be something else? Or? Well, that's that's the interesting thing. It, it all it's up in the air. They will, might will not Billy be Bean still be involved when they move to Las Vegas? Will they have Probably. more money to spend? Is in well, interesting. It's still thing. the same owner. Right. So that's that's what someone in the Las Vegas legislature asked, asked during the week when they yeah. had to vote on this thing. Because they're like, they probably like, like, we don't want losers a, here, you know. He's like, we're going to bring a winner to Vegas. And they go, hang on, you're the same owner that has not invested in your team in Oakland for 20 years. Yeah. What what makes you think, like, why should we believe that you're going to bring a winner to Oakland? Yeah. You're just doing this because you want $380 million from us. Yeah. Um, go fuck yourself. And it's full of shit. Like, it's just, it's, it's just owners being greedy. Um, oh, so what? It might still might not happen or? You no, know, it's happening because baseball owners are going to always put more money in another owner's pocket. They don't care about what happens. They're like, oh, someone's going to get $380 million of taxpayers' money to move the team? Fuck it. We'll sign off on that. That's, right. that's good. That's good business, you know? Oh, then because the when, way you when said we that. Want it, you'll vote for us to go to a different state or what. Well, the way, the way you said that, it was almost like Las Vegas don't want them. You know, uh, half of them, did, like uh, most of them, don't. I think 
uh, the unions have actually played a big part in this yeah. because they're like, oh, we're going to get so much construction money out of this, uh, out of them moving. Yeah. Uh, well, we want you to vote, and they hold a lot of power in, obviously, the people that vote oh, on Las these particular things. So. Las Vegas is a town that's run 50-50 between the mafia and the Jews, Screeno. So it's yeah. like it's a toss-up between them. I mean, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah I think there's been, yeah, obviously, it's a, a big political thing. Uh, and it's, it's going to be sad because Oakland is going to lose yet another team. They lost their football team. Yes. Now they're going to lose their baseball team. They lost another team. So what was it? Uh Oh, uh, basically, the Golden State Warriors are no longer out of Oakland. They've moved basically more to San Francisco. So, um, right. Oakland and you have that three far, teams. though, have they from Oakland? The no, Warriors. like Golden State yeah. is still, yeah. Because that's but Golden it's... State is a nice generic term for California, obviously, isn't it? So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, they could really be anywhere. You know, <laughs> they could be in Orange County if they want. Doesn't matter. It's still well, they California. used to be in Oakland. Yeah, they're not. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've got a feel for the Oakland fans. Now, they did this amazing thing throughout. I don't know if you saw it. They did a reverse boycott. Did you, ever, did you see this? A reverse boycott? What the fuck is a reverse boycott? Well, because the owner There's is, no such been... thing as a, a, reverse, a reverse boycott is patronage. That's, that's, there is no such thing as a reverse no, boycott. No, it, it is. Because basically what happened is the owner has been blaming the fans, going, the reason we need to move is because fans aren't that. showing up. Yeah. And fans are like, this, that's fucking bullshit. You're putting on a minor league product and you want us to fucking pay to come to this game? Yeah. We've got the worst team in the history of the game. You're not, Go fuck us. I bet, he's not low, I bet he's not lowering ticket prices either, is he? No, <laughs> exactly. So what happened is they, they organised this reverse boycott to say, look, the, the problems with the A's is not the fans, it's the owner. Everyone show up on this particular date. Wow. And we'll do, like in the fifth inning, we're going to be silent for one batter. And then for the second batter, we're going to all chance sell the team, sell the team, sell the team. So they end up getting like, 28,000 people to the stadium. Really? $800,000 worth of ticket sales in that particular game. It's incredible. The place was fucking raucous. And so they proved, like, it's got nothing to do with the fucking the fans. The fans, so they the fans paid, are there. They paid the ticket money out of yep. spite. Out of spite. To give the owner the finger to prove to him yep. that he's wrong. So like, they spent the entire broadcast basically, like, chanting, sell the team, sell the team. It was, sell like, one big, team. like... Polite. It got so it was so loud that the pitcher couldn't hear the signals because they've got wow. like a radio thing now, and they do, and the catcher's laughing his ass off. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? Because it went from like dead silence to this amazing chant. It was it was really well That's done. Incredible. Well done. Nice. Yeah. Now, see, now when you hear stories like that, or if you see something like that, then you have to think. Well, Oakland does. Oakland should have a team because clearly they do have passionate fans. Clearly it is a baseball town, despite what the owner's been saying, you know? Yeah. Like the fans obviously do love the team. They just fucking hate you. you The owner's just a fucking tight ass and is more worried about his own pocket than he is the actual, like, what's going on in the field. So funny because, like, even Moneyball is, like, set in the 90s or whatever, and it was Mm -hmm. the same problem back then, wasn't it? Like, you know, (laughs) it was the exact same fucking problem. The A's used to be kind of, like, the big spending. They were in the 80s. In the, yes, 70s, 80s, and early 90s. Didn't they have, like, Boggs play for them and stuff? No, not Boggs. They had Maguire, uh, Canseco in the early 90s. They had, like, this amazing team in the 70s that just won, like, I think they won three straight off the top of my head. Um, 
and they had all these things. But even then, their owner was a bit of a shyster, yeah. and he tried to, like, sell off his team after they'd won. And the trade was so bad because they had, like, an all – I think it was Eckersley they tried to trade to Boston off memory. And the trade was so, like, lopsided, the league – didn't approve it. They're like, hang on, you are getting rid of the best closure in the game because you don't want to pay your salary for like a fucking triple, like a double A player. No, we ain't, we ain't signing off this trade. Go fuck yourself. Wow. You pay your salary, you tight ass. Um, wow. So, so he they've had, had good he, players. He had the yeah. team. He had the team to win. You know, he, they could be the Yankees of like the seventies onwards if they wanted to, because he had the infrastructure, he had the fans, he had the team. Just didn't want to spend money. Didn't want to spend money, but you got to spend money to be the best, don't you? <laughs> like, well, well, yeah, like uh, it doesn't make you the best. Uh, I've heard it talked about on a lot of different baseball podcasts I, I listen to, but it just gives you that 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 leeway. Like you can make a mis- like for those small market teams with a small budget. If you invest in a player and that goes tits up, like that ruins a small market team because they're like, fuck, well, we can't, like, we've got no more money. The big market teams can invest in 10 players. They can all go bust and they're like, well, we'll just release them and buy another player and we'll just fork out the bill. We don't care. Whereas those small market teams that don't have as, as big a payroll, don't have that luxury. They need to make sure they're getting every single signing right and getting the best value for money they can. Right. Um, yep. It just gives them the luxury to make mistakes, the cash side of things. Mm. Um, the biggest payroll doesn't always win the World Series. Like, the Dodgers have had the biggest payroll for the last decade, yeah. and they've won one World Series in that time. Yeah, right. Okay. They've yeah. also won the most amount of games in that time, but it all counts. All the counts is ring, so... Um, it keeps you competitive regardless. So it gives you a chance. Yeah. Well, the great the great line from the movie, isn't it? No one cares if you don't win the last game of the year. Like, 100%. It yeah. Well, no, that's kind of half and half true because we're watching a movie about it. So yeah. uh, <laughs> we, we care. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Just in a different way. Yeah. True. Yeah. Very Thank interesting. We do care stuff. about Damo. We care about fucking Shohei Itani. We love Shohei Itani. Because this dude is fucking like, just when I think he can't like shock me anymore. Hmm. He finds a way to fucking do it. Yep. Um, today, he created a new stat that I couldn't even put in the rundown because it was too late. Yeah, It became the first player ever because he hit another home run today. He's hit like three in the last three games. He now leads the league in home runs. Okay. He's also the fucking one of the best pitchers in the game. Yes. In leading the league in home runs. So, Joe Yatani, you know how he normally like equals records from like 1800 fucking Tucky Mad? Yeah. He, he created a new record today. He's the first player to have a share of the MLB lead in home runs mm-hmm. and batting average allowed as a pitcher. So the batting average allowed, he's got the lowest in the entire game. He, he doesn't allow it's, runs it's, when he I'm, pitches. Sorry, I've never – oh, okay, yeah. I, I thought you – because batting average allowed, I was thinking – like I've never heard that term before. I'm not a huge baseball no, fan. No, so it's kind of like yes. Yeah, so I'm like, wait, is he not what, allowed what to have a good batting average? average? I'm, I'm thinking no, no, like, no. is he restricted to like you know 150? That's it. That's no, all you no, can no, have. No. So <laughs> when, when he pitches, yeah. what is the what is the opponent's batting average when Against he's the one him. pitching? Yeah, it's okay. the lowest in the MLB, right. and he also leads the league in home runs. That's never happened before. Wow. Um, Let's have a quick look at the um, some Otane work here, Greeno, on this video, shall we? Let's enjoy. Let's it. Cover it. 
It's this one well. Left Look center field. Pretty. Fuck, he's getting, he's getting good at the strut too, isn't he? Like, did you see that? Look I at, like it. The bat flip. The, the bat bravado. flip, Greeno. He's getting confident, isn't this he? This is very this is very un-Japanese, right? They yes. play the game in a very polite, respectful, respectful way. Yes. But he's been over in the US now for, what, five, six years? Yeah. And he's starting to, like, go, hey, man, I'm kind of the shit. Like, he's still very respectful. Yeah. But he gives himself a little bit of, like, hey, that's fucking pretty good. I'm going to watch this one a little he bit. He should have a like, little strut. He should have a little strut, Greeno. Fuck yeah. He deserves it. He might that's cover it. Look at that. It's this one yep. well. See ya. He, he, oh, that's a flip. He literally goes, he literally said, see ya, I think, to the ball. Yep. Like, it's like, yep, bye. <laughs> You're done. Cover it. <laughs> It's this one well, left center field, pretty yeah. deep. This one's going to go a long way. The game is tied. Shohei Otani covered it all right. It's his 19th home run. Oh, that was just a game-time solo home run against the second-best team in the league. Oh, yeah, he's looking cocky. He's Americanized now, definitely. He's cocky now, Shohei. Well, he's not, but he's like, he's not overly cocky either, even though he's the best player in the game. Am I wrong, or is he just bigger as well now like his frame he looks more muscular now he's, he's bigger around muscular. the shoulders he looks yeah, bigger in the core as well yeah yeah well because once again the japanese game is more based on pace and agility yeah well the americans a bit more about strength so i think yeah he's bulked up like he's always a big guy this guy's like six six eh? yeah so he's a big dude but he just but looks yeah, he I just agree. looks bigger he's, he's, he's bulked out muscly, like yeah yeah, and probably traps. he's probably playing like we mentioned a couple of shows ago. He's probably playing like twice as much as he used to as well. And good players play better the more they play, you know. Yeah. So yeah. He's well, there's a balance because well, that's the funny that thing. This stat, how he set like he hit three home runs in three days. Yeah. It was my most popular tweet in like fucking a decade. Yeah. Because he earlier in the week they're like, what's going on with his pitching? Because his pitching's been a bit off. Yeah. And he agreed. Like he kind of pointed out. <laughs> he's this? like. What's this is the home run celebration. That's like a like a fucking uh, uh, what do you call the it? The Japanese samurai. Samurai, uh, samurai yeah. Samurai helmet. <laughs> so he he pointed out to the team earlier this week. Hey, look, I'm actually getting a bit fatigued. Like, I need a I'm, rest. Yeah. I, I kind of pitching wise, I'm not up to my usual standards because I'm getting tired. Yeah. And then he went off to hit three home runs in three games. And I'm like, what would this fucking dude do if he's not fatigued? Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is what so is true. happening? I just, um, want to, I just want to take one look, one more look at that swing, Greeno, because yeah. that was just – listen to the noise it makes coming off the bat. He might cover it. <laughs> that, oh fuck! This one well. See ya. <laughs> yeah, and straight. And there's something special too about when it goes straight down the middle as well. Yeah, yeah. fucking fantastic. Well done. Uh, he's not stat man. Last year, Shohei became man. the first player I'm to finish top fifteen in MLB in both home runs and pitching strikeouts in a season since the man was moved back in 1893. Wow. That's top fifteen. That was last year. He was the first player to ever do it. He's currently top three in each. <laughs> He's just a freak. It's fucking unreal. It is just unreal. Like we can't talk about this dude enough. Oh, is there another one I've got here? Um, oh no, that's the batting average allowed thing I talked about. So that's all good. Um, NBA champions. Well done to the fucking Denver Nuggets, Damo. Yeah, uh, he won their first nice ever, ever NBA championship throughout the course of the week. Hey, they couldn't, um, they couldn't win it like in the uh, when they had Clyde Drexler. 
Uh, no, no, he was Portland Trailblazers. That was Portland. Uh, Dikembe Mutombo. Dikembe Mutombo, yeah. They've never Memory. been a team that's really been challenging. Like, I can't even remember them being in a final series. Were they? they no, they weren't in the final series, but they're always oh. like, they, they'd be kind of in the playoffs. Last, last um, eight kind of thing, like around about. Yeah, there was about. They had that period when we weren't really following basketball with Camilo Anthony. Yeah. And they were kind true. of competitive at that particular point. Yeah. Um, but now they've got the best player in the league who didn't win the MVP this year. And I think he took that a little bit personally. I remember, I remember, like, um, in our DM group, I remember saying to you guys, like, fucking six months ago or something, when the, when the NBA season first started, maybe, maybe it was a bit less than that. And I was like, because I just happened to ch- tune into a game, and I was like, have you guys ever heard of this Nikola Jokic guy? Like, well, he's, he's won the last fucking, two MVPs. Yeah, like he's. I haven't been paying attention though, but I'm like, have, yeah. have you ever heard of this fucking guy? He's ridiculous. Look at these stats. Yeah. Like he was getting quadruple triples and shit. You know, like, yeah, like just, who the fuck is this guy? I'd never heard of him. Like the most skilled center in in potentially the, like he does it all. Cool. He literally in does the it history all. of the game, he is potentially the. Uh, the most skilled complete, center ever. Like, well, the most complete player maybe ever. Yeah, like Hakeem was very skilled. Yes. Like uh, when, like there, there may be better centers overall than Hakeem. Like when, like in the overall context of the game. But when you're talking skilled centers, Hakeem is probably number one. But this guy may overtake Hakeem as one of the like the most skilled centers ever to play. No. Um, just unreal skill set. So he got he kind of got robbed of an MVP this year, right? Mm. Because the voters voted for him the last two years, and they're like, well, this is kind of bullshit. We keep on voting for this foreign dude. We can't yeah. keep voting for him. Fuck it. We're going to vote for the guy from Philly who didn't have as good a season as Nikola Jokic because he doesn't give us anything. He's boring, and fuck him. So what did he do? He just went on to have one of the greatest postseasons in history. Win the championship. He's, he's, and win the championship. He's the first <laughs> player in NBA history to lead all players in points, rebounds, and assists in a single postseason. Michael Jordan before. didn't do it. LeBron James no. didn't do it. Hakeem nope. didn't do it. Charles Will Barkley didn't, didn't do it. it. Will Chamberlain Larry didn't, Bird do it. didn't do Larry it. Larry Bird didn't do it. Magic Johnson didn't do Kareem it. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't do it. None of them have done it. Magic Johnson didn't do it. None of them fucking did it. This guy. None of them did it. Nikolaj Jokic did. He had one of the great, like, all round, like, I I still think, I still think Jordan's the greatest player ever in history, right? But I always felt like LeBron as an all round player Mm. could be a better player than Jordan. Mm. This guy's fucking better than LeBron. Kobe Kobe (laughs) at his peak was pretty fucking unstoppable as well. Like, I mean, Kobe's peak was a good scorer. Yeah, I I remember him just back to back to back to back 50 point games all the time. Yeah, he just scored points, which is, Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, but he had Shaq as well, so he didn't have to do anything helps, else. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I mean, it's easy to it's easy to, to shoot with freedom if you know Shaq's under the rim. You know, he's just yeah. gonna get down. He's gonna get every yeah, board. Get the board or yeah. put the board. Or yeah. dunk it. Yeah. Or, or dunk it back in. He'll <laughs> yes. be all right. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, that's fair enough. But how how's that then? So currently, in two of America's major sports, two best players are actually not Americans. Shai Tani. And Nikola Jokic in basketball yeah. and baseball. Who's the, so? What we need to do is get like an Englishman to dominate in you know NFL. Yeah, can we, can we <laughs> and get a Russian? Pat, get a Russian to dominate in ice hockey. Can we check out Pat Mahomes' citizenship? <laughs> is, he, is he Canadian? Maybe. Yeah, maybe Mexican. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just get him an honorary citizenship somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll see how we Cause, go. Because now uh, that Brady's retired, you know, like let's it's open slather now, surely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Realistically, Mahomes is the best player in the league. 
Yeah. Like, let's be fair. He's ridiculous. Well, um, someone needs to break his legs then, Tonya Harding style. <laughs> we'll bring in a Mexican. Well, he already kind of runs like he's got broken legs. He's kind of awkward with the run. But hmm. um, on back on Jokic uh, before we wrap up, hmm. his post-match press conference is like, this dude is a stone-cold killer, right? Like, you know, when yeah. the final buzzer goes, when you've won your first ever title, most people fall down, they overcome with emotion. Yeah. There was not one change of emotion in his face. I bet. He went around, just shook players' hands. They interviewed him after the game, and they're like, uh, "It was it was pretty good. I enjoy, you know, it's good experience." It, it was like uh, I did my job, and now I can go home. I do my and job. Yeah, yeah, I did my job. And it's like, he's from NBA championship. Like you just had the first player in NBA history to be placing points, rebounds, and assists, and you're like, yeah, "Well, I, I do did, my job. This is what they I pay me." I do my job. For. I go home. Like, we all okay. And then in the post-match press conference, they're like, "Oh, Nicola." Uh, uh, are you looking forward to the parade? And he's like, when's parade? And they're like, Thursday. He's like, no, I've got to go home before then. (laughs) (laughs) He's not even going to be there. (laughs) He ended up going to the parade and he got up on the mic and he was pissed as a chook. And he's like, "Uh, I know I said I'm not going to parade, but... I love this. This is fucking great. I'm oh, gonna no. <laughs> now he's now he's going to be a cocky Americanized foreigner, just like show. Hey, Greener, he's he really going to start he's just, strutting. He's just been drinking since Wednesday. Yeah. He's all good. Fair enough. He's yeah. having a good time. Fair uh, enough. He man. also he also lost his MVP trophy. He lost it, like misplaced <laughs> it. <laughs> no, like they go, oh, where where did you put your MVP trophy? He's like, I left it with uh, with the manager, and I don't know where it is now. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Just no fucks given. Couldn't care less. <laughs> Couldn't care less. I'm not here for trophies. Like, I, I bet do you, a job. I, I bet you it's the kind of situation where he's going to go home and it'll be like Balky Baltokamus and he's going to, like, you know, his mother's a goat herder or something. And yeah, he gets home and, you know, he'll be like, Mother, we win championship. And she'll be like, Shut up and finish, you know, peeling the potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're making stew tonight. Shut up. You know, your little cousins are here. Something like that. Um, are there any Americans left in the chat? Probably not. I think we've annoyed Probably them all not. too much. So, if there is a uh, question, correct me if I'm wrong. Did wasn't uh, Jokic when he was drafted? He rocked up to the draft, like mm. the the live draft, yeah. and he was the last person there. Uh, well, that should I be think, easy enough. I swear, I saw this video throughout the course of the week where, like, he was awkwardly. They were just kind of like he was the last person picked that showed up at the draft. Here we go. His crazy draft night story. Let's have a look. <laughs> Six minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'll fast forward it. Modern hoops will get twenty dollars off of first fielder number one. This is what's wrong with YouTube. Six in defensive rating compared to last season. Like first minute ads. Nikola Jokic has already proven that he is the best big man of all time. Jokic, and little did he know he would end up becoming the Nuggets' new franchise player. Things you only dreamed would come together. Here we go. Oh, that's right. I have heard that where his selection was actually made during a commercial oh, break. Oh, it was made during a Taco Bell ad break. That's right. Yeah. So, and yeah. they all could <laughs> I've heard that before. He just had a hat on. Yeah. So, yeah, th- like the draft is a massive thing. Yeah. And for his selection, they're like, oh, they're going to draft the, the Serbian dude. There you go. Fuck it. We'll go to an ad break. They came back and like, oh, while we were away, <laughs> the Denver Nuggets have picked. I could be the greatest player. Nikola Jokic, yeah. <laughs> Nikola Jokic. And they just kind of like showed him. He's just standing there. Awkward, oh, yeah. Fantastic. 
Um, yeah, yeah, it was. That's right. It was a fucking Taco Bell ad or something. <laughs> um, well and then the American media, as they like to do, unfortunately, like they're like, oh, have a look at this dude. And they show pictures of him like as a kid, as a little fat, little chubby kid. Yeah. Um, oh, he's going to be terrible. He's no good. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, scroll, scroll down on that tweet. I think, uh, go down. Yeah, there. Oh, that's fantastic. Look at this, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Really, there the he is. NBA. This is the current NBA, uh, NBA fucking best player in the league right there. Nice, Gary. Yeah. Nice, they're like, Gary. let's replace the symbol in NBA for this. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. That that's, should be that's the new a NBA nice. symbol. Nice, Gary. Jokic. Well done. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> that's that is uh, that's a good that's a good way to end the show, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, just a quick little shout out to to Ange Postacoglu, Greeno. Oh yes. yes. Tottenham, so, right? Yeah, Tottenham Hotspur. So Ange Postacoglu, famous Australian coach, coached uh, a couple of Australian teams here. I think he coached Melbourne Victory to two or three championships. He coached Brisbane Raw to about three in a row. Mm-hmm. Went over to Japan, never coached in Japan before, took a team from like the bottom of the table and coached them to a championship as well. Went over Australia to Scotland. The World Cup. Got, yeah, he coached Australia into the World Cup and at the World Cup. He went over and coached Celtic, who had just lost the year before to Rangers. Um, Celtic had won nine in a row and then lost to Rangers. He came back in and he won the domestic treble this year, which is the premiership and both of the cups in the league in one season. Uh, and he won the league two years back-to-back with Celtic, and then he's he's now been picked up by Tottenham Hotspur in the English Premier League, Greeno. So... First, and ironically, people questioning the signing. Of and course. It's like, uh, have you not looked at his track record? Wherever he goes, no. he fucking wins. This is this like. is this is this is to be one hundred percent expected, Greeno, because in the English Premier League, it's the richest league in the world and the most famous league. They don't care about anyone who isn't like a world famous fucking prima donna football coach who's you know, they like their Jose Mourinho and uh yeah. you know, Conti and stuff. So all of the, well, not all of them, but a lot of the Tottenham fans are going to be like, never heard of him, so he must be shit. We need a famous coach. But actually, maybe this guy who has been proven to, you know, win constantly in different, in all these different countries, maybe he'll in actually all different good. styles and yeah. yeah. Instead of like a coach that kind of comes in and just uh, has his assistants do the drills and just picks the mm-hmm. team and is kind of like a rich fucking boy who gets a lot of money and a lot of praise and then uh, a year later quits the job anyway, you know, they're yeah. probably paying uh, Ange a fraction of what they pay all the other coaches. So I just, I, I'm not a big Tottenham fan, obviously, but um, I hope he does well. I hope, oh, I really hope he yeah. does well. I can't, re- I can't think of, was there ever an Australian coach in the Premier League before him? I don't know. Uh, if there is, yeah, well, I, that's definitely there was, yeah, we strong wouldn't know knowledge, yeah. Not something we remember, but yeah, this is, yeah, it's, it's definitely a marquee signing from an Australian standpoint where, like, yeah, we we heard about it. <laughs> like, hey, wait, this seems like a big deal. This is very good. Definitely a big deal. So good luck to Ange Postacoglu. Hope he does well. I hope he goes in and kicks ass like he did everywhere else he's gone. Yeah, so, fucking oath. No doubt. Fantastic. All right. All right, we've got no plugs. We don't sell anything. No, that's it. We're out of here. So <laughs> to, till next time. See you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll 
always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you the truth.